I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Doctor? Hold on! Oh, Jesus Christ! Uh, hello! Welcome to Roast Mortem! The finest show on the internet! The most spectacular history lesson you'll ever find here nor there. Find any book, open it, you'll find bullshit. Open this podcast like a book, treat it like the Bible. You will find the truth. My name is Tom. Tom's back! I'm a trap. I missed you, buddy. I am your Cody for this evening. I missed you guys, too. Uh, We're still missing Mike. He's not feeling well, so let's never talk about him again. Wait, is Mike off to sea? Like, did he? Yeah, he, did the he, hurricane come yeah. and now he's on like a tiny boat? He's got scurvy. That's why he's not feeling well. Yeah, well, for those of you who don't know, Long Island was hit by Isaias, which is a, the, the most ethnic sounding thir- hurricane, tropical storm that we've ever received up here, which is fine, you know. No, no problem with the naming scheme. My problem is, is hurricanes, if you don't know, they lose power as they reach a land mass. Mm hmm. For some reason, it decided to skip all the places that get hit, like, you know, Katrina. Like, they're they're ready for it now. They learned their lesson. Um, long story short, Long Island North Shore was hit worse than anywhere else, which is the most bizarre thing. Because usually, this, like, Mike's house used to be flooded, six feet of water, Xbox over his head, just saving what he has. Tom's uh, not joking, by the way. And then he would That's... come over here after a, a storm. So I had to go to yeah, his place. his gross feet. <laughs> They're super gross. Like, I, remember, I remember seeing Instagram of, like, Mike just literally up in eight inches of water just being like, this is my yard now. And the only thing I can think of is, like, that's got to be partial human waste. You know what I mean? Just because <laughs> yeah. that water is touching the sewers that are full. Mm-hmm. Well, also, that wasn't even after a hurricane. That was, like, a Wednesday. Yeah, that was just, <laughs> just yeah. <laughs> not a Wednesday storm, just Wednesday. Um, after Wednesday. Yeah. And Mike's like, this is my life for the next... 16 hours and i'm just like does your family just buy new cars every day that's the south shore lift man everyone's lifted his corolla it's got it's got a foot lift on it (laughs) it's got a higher his his corolla is higher than my jeep um (laughs) so mike mike is off in his corolla boat how was you guys this week's is um well since i haven't talked to anyone in a week i also didn't do my other podcast so i'm really gunning for it right now oh fuck! i had a hell of a week because i'm uh my production schedule with work got it was way behind already and then this happened and i was out for uh five days without any resources couldn't do my work so i was stressed out and then everything was breaking i was trying to catch up to work my mouse broke i don't know every little thing that could have gone wrong went wrong this week but i do feel good uh, my sister is getting married. I was just at an engagement yeah. party. That's very cool. Um, Justin from the Heavy Hole podcast fame. He has also uh, him and him in Arizona are now engaged. I'm very happy for them. Uh, so I, I, all is well. Yes, I am stressed out. Did that hurricane? Did that hurricane drop like rings or something? Well, like sonic rings. I was gonna yeah, like those little yeah. sonic rings for everyone to get engaged. Was, oh, you had COVID for so long. Here's the hurricane with rings. Uh, you know what, dude? Weirdest thing about that hurricane, 
there was no rain. I was really? out. Oh, it's just all like ocean puke. Never saw anything like it in my life. I was out on my front porch with every leaf I could see turned over, just barely holding on for dear life. Branches breaking off. It's fucking sunny outside. Yeah. It was a, a dry. That's yeah, hundred so percent wind. I've never seen anything like that. So that's enough of me. Uh, we're all caught up now, right? Um, Travis, why don't you ask Cody what he, how how his week has been? I didn't do shit. I'm trying to, dude. Uh, Cody, wh- when does your week happen? I didn't do shit. I, 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 usually the weeks that I I before I present, I'm presenting this episode today, ladies and gentlemen. I just spend fucking doing shit so I could do research for the fucking episode. That does label me as a shitty crammer that never like broke that habit from fucking high school, but yes. Dude, every high school boy is a crammer. <laughs> in, in some regard, to some degree, every high school schoolboy, in fact, crams something. Mm, that's right. They cram a little extra mm. in the locker rooms. Yeah. Dep- make that weird. Depends on the sport, but uh, you are right. <laughs> fucking scientific all I did in the boys' locker room in the high school was uh, throw those Axe body spray fireballs at other people. How did you make those again? Did you rubber band them off or you... No, I, I just Axe body spray with a fucking uh, Bic. Yeah. Oh, the... And you, and you just burst it. And the thing that most people... That I found out is there is some such thing as a liquid that can catch on fire. The fireball was not all gas. Like, I was... Actually, spraying burning liquid at some people. Dude, you were doing I... chemistry in fucking gym class. Dude, well, you throw that over in one area, and then there's like a whole bunch of goons who are like, "Yo, free spray!" And then they go like get around it so they smell good to the latest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all about smelling good. Uh-huh. But I definitely threw more fireballs than actually used Axe body spray on my actual armpits. Oh, there you go. That's a beautiful thing. Uh, Travis, I'm going to ask you this, and it's only been because I haven't talked to you in a while. And as my friend, I I, I think uh, I should, even though sometimes I give you shit about this. Come on, come on, tell me, ask me, tell me. uh, me. How has the weight loss been? (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh, dude, no! No weight loss here. What are you talking about? Uh, the Swiss Chris and orange juice didn't work. <laughs> oh, I guess maybe. Dude, yeah. That video is fantastic. I watched that. <laughs> I, I can't watch it. I can't watch it. <laughs> I literally can't watch it. I, I should keep him. up the Swiss Chris. It made me feel good. But anyway, it's it's hot as balls here in Portland. God damn it. You have me curious on Swiss Chris now. <laughs> you should try it. Try it. You're going to sweat a lot and put, sweat out your anus. Can you send I'm me the leftovers? Worry. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's 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 very hot here. I'm sweating a lot, but I'm gonna get a tattoo this week. Oh shit! Actually, two tattoos, and you'll oh, see shitter. this when the episode comes out. <gasps> oh, one of those. Oh, what a, a cliffhanger! No, well, I'll, you know, I'll tell you. It's just I've already posted it. This is the future. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, I- so you know how like sailors get those two uh, swallows. On their chest. Oh, you're doing it. I love it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like right around your collarbone. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, dude. it's uh, something about crossing s- some seas and stuff like that. And yeah, I don't know. Yes. There's there There is a meaning behind that, which if you're disgracing, I will not. I don't really care. Um, I don't think it's a disgrace anyway. I'm going to get two cooked shrimps. On my nice. Cooked? <laughs> I didn't know cooked. Two cooked, cooked shrimps. Is a new thing. Yeah. No head. Like they're ready to eat right off my nips. Hell yeah. Yeah. 
Well, you I'm are stoked. you are the kind of guy that you live and die by your shrimp intake. Yeah, it's very true. It's very true. It's a serious disease. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's called shrimp sin- shrimps syndrome syndrome. Right, for, for which you need your 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 shrimpsalin injections. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Cody. Tom, Tom spent no effort and made a better joke than you. <laughs> oh, well, hey, whatever. I have SSS. Leave me alone. He's got SSS disease. This is in the arms of the angels. Travis is a shrimp, and also he's dirty. You get the cost of a cuppy. Cuppy? The cost of a cup of coffee. Can someone just hose this adult off? Give me shrimp. Oh, my God. We're still talking. Cody, yeah. who is the shrimp boy on our list today? Oh, my fucking God. You guys. We're going to talk about quite the specimen tonight. His name is Arthur Orton. I'm sure that's a surprise to exactly no one, because that's the name of the episode title, and you just saved your recordings as such. Is this that the guy name. that makes popcorn? He is not. He is also called... Get ready for this. He's He also refers to himself as... Um, Ted Castro, no, Thomas Castro, Richard Tichborn, and he also refers to himself as the claimant. The claimant. So he's got a bunch of fucking names. And for, for the people at home, claimant just means he who has a claim. So if there's like one slice of like shrimp pizza left and Travis is just like, that's mine, Travis in that case would be the claimant. So I, I like, what was it, Lawrence, Lawrence Titborn? What was Fishburn? it? No, the Titborn one. I don't know who you're talking. You said about. Clarence Titborn or T- something. Titchwell or something. I Titchwell. don't know. Yeah, I yeah. I said Richard Titchborn. Richard. Yeah, I'm Tichborn. imagining Matt Damon in a uh, Born the, Identity, the, but he's just in a strip club. I really wanted to name this tonight's title the Titchborn Identity <laughs> because Titchborn. I like that. We're, we're on a fucking roller coaster right now, Titchborn. But his name Arthur Orton. So like, let's solidify that. Arthur okay. Orton. Arthur Randall Orton. Orton. No, no. Orton. Excuse okay. me. He's a viper. Viper. Okay. Uh, slight disclaimer. Tonight's episode will be slightly confusing as we have, at least for the early part of it, convergent timelines. So we're going to talk about our subject, hit pause on him, rewind, rewind back in history, follow another key figure, and then when they converge, when their lives converge in their mid-20s, we're going to hit on pause on Arthur Orton. Okay? So this is like the first episode of Samurai Champloo, which is one of the few animes that I enjoyed some of. Um, yeah, you could say that, where it's just like, what's their name? It's Mugen and Jean. Yeah, one guy has and glasses like, and the other guy has shoes of wood. Mm. All right, so now if you really want to up it, just start hitting uh, forward 30 seconds, backwards 30 seconds randomly, and you have a Martin Scorsese. Yeah. Or you have a Quentin Tarantino movie. I love it. Oh, it's like Memento. Look at this. Yeah, yeah you're going to come okay. in somewhere where me telling Travis that someone looks like a bitch or something. I don't know. <laughs> we'll make that work. I promise. Do you look like a shrimp? <laughs> Honey, bunny, I'm going to, I'm going to have sex with the waiter. And uh, put him in the back of my thrift store, and afterwards take his bicycle and ride it into Christopher Walken's ass. And that's Pulp Fiction in a nutshell. Yeah. Honey, buddy. Shall we? Yes. Please stop us. March 20th, 1834. Arthur Orton is born in Wapping, London. Is that how they used to say fapping in London? Wapping. Oh, good old Wapping. 
Oh, I have a well, have you heard this new fucking like it literally cropped up on Urban Dictionary like yesterday on our time? Oh, WAP. WAP? Yeah, have well, there's a song that? with with Cardi B. Wet oh, ass pussy. Fuck, that's where it's from. WAP. I hate it. Hmm. Yes, I I actually I haven't seen it, but I did see that um um Ben Wap. Shapiro. It, yeah, Ben <laughs> Shapiro was very upset by that. And anything that makes Ben Shapiro upset makes me kind of happy. It's not Yeah. Even if I don't like it, I I like seeing him upset. Yeah. If he stubs his toe while he like loses a scoop of his ice cream cone, Tom just starts masturbating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that? Oh, fuck that brick. <laughs> March 20th, 1834, Wapping, London. He's born as the son of a butcher, a London butcher. Um, here, Arthur becomes familiar by watching Daddy Dearest of the ins and outs of uh, butchery. Mm. And that's a skill he'd rely on in his uh, early adulthood for income. I always wanted to be a butcher. Uh, butchers are cool. I know. I don't know. I just like playing with meat. Like, not even as a sexual innuendo. Like, I just like playing with meat. I'm, he does. I've seen it. You know, there's like, there's a, that, that um, I don't want to get into too much of a tangent on this, but a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, you don't want to see how the sausage is made. And I think Travis's mom, being a wise woman, was just like, I just shouldn't show Travis how the sausage is made. That's, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to get into it. Yeah. It's a very important thing. Uh, so when I went to England, I, I tried to apply to a deli, and Tom and I had worked in the same deli, and they brought me in for an interview, and I, they were like, why do you want to work here at Morrison's? And I'm like, I just really like meat. I like everything about <laughs> meat. And I also just had been stung in the eye by a bee when I walked in the door. So <laughs> oh my, God. Like, my eyes huge. And I'm like, I uh, like me. Please you were get, hire me. You were getting the mortadella sweats. I know you. Yeah. 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 No yeah, wonder yeah. they didn't hire you. I wouldn't hire you either. I would no, hire you knowing you now, but, but you could be abrasive. They anyway, called me let's... back to hire me. They wanted that American <laughs> chap in, the, in Morrison's Deli. Yeah. yeah. Only to cut the American cheese. And the yep, Genoa salami. Also, wait, what are cold cuts like in England? But also, we should continue. Yeah, Liverous. they're all loaves. Oh. There's no cold cuts. Lo right? Yeah, there you go. Just cut loaves. Oh, I love you got seven loaves. <clears throat> you want olives or almonds in it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, butchery is this guy's skill, his mainstay. He's not great at it, but it's, it's how he pays his bills. Age 16, a teenager... Uh, Arthur Orton goes out to sea. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna explore the world. Uh, he spends a year fucking around in Chile, so he's like way off of uh, the Englishman, the typical Englishman's beaten path at this point. And in uh, 1852, he moves to Tasmania, down under, and then a little bit later uh, moves to mainland Australia in a city that is called, I shit you not, Wagga Wagga. <laughs> so did he move to Australia, or was he? Moved to Australia. Oh, okay. I see what <laughs> That's you're a good saying. question. <laughs> um, the stop off in Chile makes me seem makes it seem like it was a voluntary voluntary okay. thing. All right, because he goes from London to England to Chile to Australia I mean, or Tasmania, Australia. I mean, the prisons are renowned for their. It's really good food. Like I sometimes I would just go up to Sing Sing and be like, "Hey, can I get a sandwich uh, with a <laughs> loaf?" They'd be like, "No," and give you a salad. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. With all the fat shame in here, dude. I'm body positive, <laughs> oh, bro. I, no, I wasn't. Oh, uh, well, well, Tom started that. I wasn't doing that. I did. I was expressing to someone earlier. I was like, well, you know, I make fat jokes at Travis uh, on the show, and I don't feel good about it later. 
Uh, my joke was not about. I was f- only my joke wasn't a fat joke. Your joke was I, a fat I, joke. Your your joke. No, was, no, my joke was a joke that like, ha! Isn't it weird if a prison cares about your diet? Right. That was my joke. Right. That's where your joke was. Well, you they want to be I, able to fit me in the cell. You know? I was telling someone as I do. I was pitching the podcast to someone who never listened to it, and I said, "My friend Travis, he's very funny. Um, I do make fun of him for being fat on the show, and I feel bad about it. He's not it. fat. He's not fat. He's husky. Well, that's what I ham it up. You understand? This is a character act. <laughs> oh, ham. Yeah. Ham Travis. Why are you I'm sorry for all this me? hate. I, it, you know it's not hate speech. You know Dude, it's not. Tom, you've been hate speech. You're going to get canceled by all fat people. Oh, uh, no. Obese, not Tom, the fat. Don't even talk to Tom. <laughs> don't even talk to Tom. Yeah, have you ever been to Krispy Kreme? Can't talk to Tom anymore. Oh, I love Krispy Kreme. Am I I'm sorry. Anyway. <laughs> it's okay. I'll take this away from you. It's okay. Uh, yeah, he's in Wagga Wagga. He's in Australia. Wagga Wagga. And he turns to butchering... Uh, I guess pigs or kangaroos or whatever's in Australia for money. In 1855, he gets into a spot of fuckery as he is sued uh, for selling not-for-human-consumption meat to humans for consumption. Shout out. Oh, I did. Yes, good podcast. But he sells bad meat to be- uh, good people, and those good people sue him. And he, ends- he has to plead guilty as fuck because there's no ifs, ands, and buts of- about it. Cody, like, do we know he- the meat? I'm going to assume pig. I'm also, assume wait, pig. hold on. I got to point this out. You're saying he's selling good meat to good people. False. No, bad meat to good people. Oh, exactly. Bad meat to good people. False. It's all bad meat to bad people because it's in Australia. It's Australia. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. And also, so, <laughs> you can always sell bad meat. Just call it aged. Mm-hmm. Throw enough salt aged. on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly, if you're a butcher and your meat goes bad, just call it dog food and sell it still. You know what I mean? Sell to yeah, the Kardashians. They- <laughs> They'll buy it. Throw a diamond on it. Throw a four hundred dollar diamond on on twenty pounds of shitty meat and sell it to him for a few grand. Yeah, it's wrapped in bacon. So, pleads guilty to this bad meat deal and his butchery. Of course, has to go bankrupt because no one wants to solicit the butcher that might sell you some bad meatloaf. Mm. <coughs> At this point, our boy Arthur Orton turns into a very heavy, heavy, heavy drinker. Yeah! So he embraces his new culture. He embraces his new culture. Wait, Cody, are he, we talking about the first Aussie? Like, is he an Australian citizen? Are we breaking new grounds here? We're in the point where no one cares about Australian citizens, c- citizenship. Okay. And now it's that's just, all turned around. Everyone yeah. wants to get there because they got $15 minimum wages and cigarettes are very, very this, spicy looking. This is the type... Of era where you, passports existed, but weren't mandatory to move between countries. Okay. Mm. So I want you to think that's the time frame we're in. Right. If you just wanted, if you just wanted to get on a boat and go to fucking Buenos Aires, nothing's stopping you. So Buenos Aires wants you. The government, like your hometown, probably wants you to see, like the outside, like exotic world when mm-hmm. freedom existed in right oh, yes. so so pre 911 pre 911 yeah, thanks pre-9/11. very 1865 very pre 911 <laughs> or 1855 uh, once in 1855 he discovers some of his mail was already opened in Wagga Wagga he's like ah, I hate this it's never a good deal uh, but he was so frustrated he reached to a pen and what he thought was a Bible to swear upon the book in pen to catch whoever did this and 
uh, commit justice to him. Wait, so he wrote shit in the Bible in pen? So, A, real Christians don't do this. They don't fucking deface a page of the Bible to swear an oath to, like, get back at someone. And B, the book wasn't a Bible. Well, was it, just, was, it, it, was it Huckleberry Finn? Did he swear on the N-word? It was some kind of book that had a cross on it, as we'll see later. We're going to read his quote. It's just funnier later in this episode. And Tom's going to read it for us. When I was a young snowboarding idiot, I once smoked a page of the Bible to get weed in my lungs. Nice. Does that make me cool? It was gold-leafed. It hurt a lot. Uh, It definitely makes you an artist. Yeah, okay, cool. At at Travis Banksy. (laughs) Nice. Um... Yeah, so he gets all uppity and swears into a Bible, which is something no one else really does. Christians don't like defacing a Bible. It's literally, to them, God's word, so they wouldn't do that. So he's this weird, like, ah, like, rogue <laughs> mentality of an Aus- of a Londoner being in Australia. Uh, he's noted to, ad- to have at least been fired from one job um, working in Fosters of Gippsland, over wage debates, so he's like, "You're not paying me enough," and his boss was like, "How about you go fuck yourself in the unemployment line?" Was the unemployment here, line just prison in Australia? The, <laughs> the unemployment line, the unemployment line, was uh, shadily prospecting for gold on not your stake, um, a highwayman, and a hired killer, Do- which is exactly what he turns to after he gets oh, okay. fired from Foster's on Gibbs. I didn't know Australia had gold. Does it? Yes. It's like one of the plots of Crocodile Dundee. It's like, oh, he's like Crocodile Dundee. Mick is actually rich as shit Uh. because he has all this land with gold on it. I've got gold, but I'm too too busy Mm. looking at crocodiles in their faces and getting hard hands to dig it out of the ground, mate. (laughs) There you go. He's illegally prospecting for gold, a highwayman, and a hired gun. Presumably to lay low from authorities slash debt collectors throughout this phase of his life, Arthur Orton starts using the alias Thomas Castro. So he's like, I'm not Arthur, I'm Thomas now. And because of this name a lot adaption... Of shady, a lot of shady people are named Thomas, by the way. I don't mm-hmm. know if you knew that. Oh. Uh, that's pretty standard shady people. No. That, that, that like the fat shame named Thomas. No <laughs> reservations comment. All right, okay. Bourdain, Thomas Bourdain. I got, I got nothing. No, I have no comment. So. And I was just thinking about how Anthony Bourdain probably had really good food before he died. But that's all right. <laughs> you know he did. Yeah. Was he in Australia? No, I was in France. Yeah, I think Lame. it was. Lame. All right. <laughs> so he's using this alias, and because he's, starting to use this, because he's starting to use this alias, the man history knows as Arthur Orton drops off the grid here in his mid-20s. All right. And he just... Straight vanishes into obscurity, at least for the next few years. So he's just in the wind. Now, here is the time in the podcast I want you to press pause. We just talked about Arthur Orton. So, Londoner, gone to Chile, bounced to Australia, fucking around as a butcher, few bad deeds in his past, and he's using an alias and he's in the wind right now. All right, now be kind, rewind. We're, we're going to talk about... Anything. It's all digital. Yeah. We're digital men. Mm-hmm. I love it. And we're going to talk about a key figure to this episode, a different guy. Um, during the same time frame, he grows up the same 
kind of the same places and the same time. Don't get too attached to this guy. Francis Scott right Key. Rogers. Rogers? Roger Charles Titchborn. 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 I gotcha. The born identity. Yes, that's why I wanted to call it the Titchborn identity. I'm imagining born this eight- guy has uh, uh, nipple piercings from a very young age. Mm. Oh, like the Joe Exotic Maybe. where like his eye, like his eyebrow piercing drips, but with <laughs> nipples. Oh, dude. Yes, exactly. He, you know, he oh, should have no. just got it re-pierced somewhere slightly to the side, but he just yeah. decided to rock it until he just had like a, like a third eyelid. Yeah, but that's with on no eye. To, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Much Down nicer. under. I agree, Tom. That's what we're talking about right now. Cody, you don't even need to keep talking anymore. Tom and I we're done. We're gonna, done with yeah, we're going to take the rest of the show, Cody. I don't know about these Australian weirdos you're going on about, but um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you on a journey, Tom. All right, Dude, I'll is, love this. I'll is there back. kangaroo fighting and shit in this? There's no kangaroo. Maybe a mangina involved. <gasps> oh. oh! I get hard when I see those, and it's not because of any other reason that I, uh, I am a liberal. <laughs> <laughs> How did we get here? 1892. This Ro- Roger Charles Titchborn is born. That's five years before Arthur. So five years older than Arthur. Keep that in mind. Not important, but it's good to reference your time. Uh, now, unlike tonight's subject, Arthur, Roger is an heir to English, not baron, but baronet. So he's got baronetcy, a, t- a title of baronetcy on the line. Is he's he a standing- bastard? Roger's not a bastard. Well, Ro- how could Roger- he be a baroness without a baron? Wait, uh, and you, no, no, no and baronet. Baronet. Ba- I was just about oh. to ask, what's the difference between... Well, a baroness is a baron wo- uh, a, a, a baron equivalent to a woman. What's a baronet? Okay. So yeah. he, here, here's how we do this. A baron is considered nobility. Yeah. And a lady baron is called a baroness. Right. Yeah. Okay? That's what and I thought you said. That's nobility. I'm talking about a baronet. A baronet is lesser nobility, so definitely under a baron, but just above a knight. So it, it's a little bit fancier than knighthood, is, is a baronet. So someone and that's the lady slightly... equivalent would be a baronetess. Mm. Okay. Someone that's slightly more important than Rudy Giuliani, who was given a or uh, Ian uh, honorary knighthood. Yes. He's, uh, he's very important, okay? Don't talk shit about that gopher. <laughs> looking guy he's very yeah, important so I, I still don't know why but uh uh all don't the question pe- it all the firemen on long island tell me so so mm-hmm. i have to believe it mm-hmm. so baronet little under baron in the totem pole of royalty it's not that not royalty nobility so baronets don't have royal blood their title is because they have their title because one of their ancestors helped the crown out a lot and that usually means bankrolling the crown in times of need. Gotcha. So, oh, so mi- kind of like kind of like when we did Fugger where like he showed up to the town and yes. and he was like I need a coat of arms and they designed the coat of arms yes. and he's like you're now a whatever he was. No blood connection, yeah. but your grandfather or great uncle did a solid to a king at one point. It's like a third okay. of Americans now who identify as like a Gryffindor or some shit because they saw a movie and then uh, yeah. that's whatever. They were funding WB11. <laughs> okay. So this title of baronetcy comes with a mansion called Upton House 
really, really nice place. I saw the inside you, of it. Wait, hold on, Cody. Do you think Jeffrey Epstein would be a baronet in America? <laughs> yes, if okay. you swap out king for president. Okay, cool. So Upton House, cool mansion. You also get a sprawling estate, which has your neighbors renting from you. So it's kind of like, oh, res- you can inherit this residual income of leasing your huge estate to some neighbors. And these are these are neighbors that are longtime tenants, you know, families that go back forever. So it's like tenants that pay their rent well. Fuck it. It's a timeshare, though, right? Kind of. And um, uh, sh- the baronetcy also comes with the control of a shitload of old money. So you can just imagine yeah. a lot of money with the baronetcy. Not like royalty or higher nobility, but still in uh, Victorian English, a good chunk of change. Like, are you still working? No, you're just a baronet, right? No, you're a baronet. Your children probably don't have to work or they can work doing exactly what they want to do. Right. They can lose the family money and still feel productive, which I've seen still be there. I've seen a lot of, but uh, yeah. Yeah. So that knows no, that knows no country. mm -hmm. Very very (laughs) good. So Roger, at the at the time of his birth, is the firstborn nephew of the current baronet. So he's in he's in not immediate inheritance line, but he's sitting pretty good. For him to be the new baronet, all he would have to do is survive his uncle and his dad before the either of those guys have a son. So it's a long shot, but it's totally realistic. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean, okay, I, I'll buy it. We got. We, if this was Lion King and Scar had a son, this so, is who. So Roger's you're saying there's a chance? There's a chance Roger might be the baronet one day. Gotcha. If the right people die without making male baby. Gotcha. And just so you know, Vic, Victorian life expectancy is like 39 years old. Awesome. So it's a good chance. Dude, I'm so close. Please. No, no, you. You live in 2020. You get to live forever miserably. I want to live in Victoria. You will make it to 171 at a mediocre life. (laughs) Your last meal will probably be from Uber Eats. Dude, my last meal is going to be like Soylent from Uber Eats. (laughs) (laughs) From Uber Eats. Here's your Soylent tube we delivered. (laughs) Yeah, no, Uh, I I feel like that's a lot cool. A better depiction of what my future uh, will be. Mm-hmm. Um, just a tube to count as my last meal, even though I've worked my entire life and have done nothing to offend the law. Yeah, Tom, perfectly healthy teeth, can swallow. He just wanted the last meal <laughs> in a I straw want. form. Well, you ticked it off on your license on your last time you updated your uh, your uh, driver's license. Yes. Tube me, please. Tube, tube me, please. One tuberton, please. So, uh... Roger has many a sibling. However, all of those were ineligible to become the baronet due to either being female or stillborn. Can't have those be baronets. Right. Um, Arthur did have a surviving younger brother that could claim the title after Arthur, but Arthur's firstborn and next in the line of the nuclear amongst his siblings. Uh, Roger's childhood is financially secure, but his parents are unfortunately separating. Like, the baronet does not, or Arthur's dad, who is not yet the baronet, does not like his current wife, Lady Tichborn. And Roger's dad is like, all right, I'll, I can raise our boy in England, and you can get the fuck out and raise him wherever the fuck you land. Bingus. And she's like, oh. and she's ah, like okay, I pick, I pick France. 
You know what I mean? It seems like the right move is like, so dad's in England, mom's in France, and Arthur gets ping pong between his mom and his dad. Dude, I mean, I feel like a lot of French people, aristocracy, and English people are like pretty much just, they're just cousins, right? They just hang out. Like, it, uh, yep. I, you can come to us across the channel for IHOP. They call uh, it the continent of cousins. Yeah. It's like a lot of cousins mm. touching. If, if, the, if that's not true, can we please hmm? make that true? Yeah. Of course. Of course. So they're ping, he's ping ponging back and forth between England and France, mostly in France. However, Roger's dad, James, pulls Roger back to England to finish his schooling. He's like, you're going to finish English, boy, and you're going to like it. Yeah, like with a real school. Not, a, mm -hmm. not painting and looking at eggs like French people. <laughs> so he goes I imagine to every French school is a Montessori school. I went to a Montessori oh. school, and that's why I'm behind. <laughs> on life. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty slow on the grand scheme of things. I've done a lot of cool mm. things, but you would assume I'm older or younger <laughs> rather. You'd assume I I would have done this within more of a timely fashion. Old Tom, you got this boyish grin to you and I, you just make things work. I'm an immature man. <laughs> I will f I will never be a good father. I know that. You know what you should do? You should find two other or th two or three other immature men and start a podcast with them and call it Roast Mortem. Oh my goodness. Yes. That's what you should Dude, do. Dude, right that's now. great. Is that what happens in this fucking guy we're roasting? <laughs> Did he start the first podcast with no. the most Dude? meta podcast? No. Titchmouth? Titchmouth. No. Um but he does do uh our boy Roger goes and finishes in Jesuit school and then begins a three-year military stint uh, in the 6th Dragoon Guards. It is a commissioned military? Like, he has to buy yes, a fucking officer shit, all that shit? But he, mm. can, he can buy shit at the drop of a hat. Mm -hmm. So, 6th Dragoon, Guard, Dragoon Guards, as Travis mentioned, Dragoons means, like, English cavalry. So they're horse, horseback fighters. They're horse boys. They're basically centaurs. These are centaur sure. men. They're humans, but they have... Horse bottoms. Nay. Nay. <laughs> uh, nay. Nay. Excuse me. Please stop neighing in here. This is a McDonald's. <laughs> That's how they go to battle at McDonald's. You mustn't, you mustn't neigh in here. We're, you're going to scare away the children for which we are providing toys with. Can I get oh, a wow. double quarter panda with nay? Nay, sir. Nay. Nay. Ugh. So whenever Roger was on leave from the 6th Dragoon Guards, he would visit his girlfriend, Catherine Doty. And Doty. Make very Doty. And make very big, dumb, lovey boyfriend eyes at her. This shit can be regarded as whack as these two were first cousins. Oh, we knew it! We doing it! We doing it! You know, it's actually kind of easy to not kiss your cousin. I have many cousins. <laughs> Never. I've not kissed any of my cousins. Nope. I just yeah. haven't. Me and Mike have podcasted for hours here. We have yet to kiss, and I, I'm just not attracted to him. To be honest with you, it's weird. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. I don't. Know. Sometimes when you get two cousins in a room, weird things happen. I don't know. Well, I've been on the. I've been on the internet. I've been on the internet. Before. I seen it. A lot of stepbrothers and stepsisters are doing mm. things at the cost of not being told on. <laughs> Great segue, Thomas. So he's making big goofy eyes at his cousin, his lady cousin, and they're presumably fucking around. Yeah, but that's normal back then, right? That's normal back then, but here's the thing. 
uh, the lady cousin's dad is the current baronet. And he does the least British thing you'll hear the entire episode and forbid these two to get married. It's like, really? Cousins, you can't do this. And it's just like, wow. I I I thought you were honestly going to say seasoned food, but <laughs> that does make sense. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I got you. The least British thing aside from seasoned food. Oi, this is called cumin, mate. This baronet is like telling his daughter and his nephew, "No, you can't get married. What is wrong with you?" Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. He makes sense. He might. Yeah, well, he he's... he makes some sense. Wow. Yeah. Uh, these cousin humpers are just like, oh, that's not fun, and they continue to clandestinely bone under the incestuous moonlight. Yeah, and then cue so the boom, like, boom, boom, yeah, Pornhub. <laughs> oh, I get it. Hear my beats? Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, this is ridiculous. I can't believe you're playing video games when Dad said you weren't supposed to. Want to is- see my feet? <laughs> I'd love to. <laughs> Those videos are so- sick. Roger yeah. Roger has to dial down the cousin fucking, and this pisses him off and frustrates him, and he's just like, ah, I'm leaving, I hate this place. Hmm. So he goes to his sixth dragoon guard uh, commanding officer, and he's like, you need to station me as far offshore from this fucking country as possible. And his commanding officer is like, we're the sixth dragoon guards. We don't do international, man. <laughs> We're the guy on the horses that show up when the king needs us in England. Also, yeah. what what year is this? Fifty five. Is late fifties. So this is a man with a ponytail. Probably. Keep in mind, asking another man with a ponytail, "Can I go far away, please?" It's it's five guys. Uh, the sixth one kind of understands what's going on, but it's five guys who are like. Uh, I just bought this job, mm-hmm. and the one being like, "Let's go be somewhere else," because it's just like, dude, we paid to be here. Yeah, you, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, if you're gonna leave here, you can't do it through work because this is a this is a basically a giant preschool program. Yeah, it's like if you started <laughs> if you started becoming like a sandwich artist in Subway, mm-hmm. and then asking for a transfer to like Brussels. Right. And your manager is going to like, no, we don't do that. And you're like, but you yeah. called me a sandwich artiste. Yeah. Yes. I deserve to be in the cultural center of Europe. Listen, kid, I, I get it. Yes, yeah, Subway has places in Brussels that you could go. They're not very lucrative. Um, We're not going to. My wife just here. left me. <laughs> yeah, to work for Jersey Mike's. Yeah, to think there's any wiggle room in this, it's not going to happen. Fuck so why don't, you go, why don't you go back Dude. up there and heat up them meatballs and put the wax paper between the sandwich meats, and I'll Damn. talk to you Tom after your shift. too real right yeah. now. <laughs> Holy shit. You just like Blumberg'd of Subway. Dude, I've... Office space Blumberg. I've seen sad fucks. I've been a sad fuck. I get it. I get it. You're not getting anywhere. Just stay at your Subway, and he's a Dragoon Subway. Yep. <laughs> dragoon Subway. So Roger, Roger realizes... Ooh. No, thank you. Roger realizes he can't get out of Britain with the dragoons, so he asks his commission to be refunded. Like, Backseas, I don't want to work for you. Yo, Give me let my me money get a back. refund. Don't have a receipt, though, but, you know. Yo, this college sucks. Give me my money back. Yeah. So he... There's no girls in this college. This sucks. <laughs> refund. So, 
Refund, please. So he gets his refund and fucks off to South America, of all places. Oh. Um, okay. So our other, boy, our other boy yep. was in South America. South America. Both of these guys squat in Chile. Okay. That sounded weird. That sounded really <laughs> weird. They both no, met no, in no, Chile. No, no, Hold on. I'm going to Google it real quick. Hold on. Squat in Chile. XXX. No, don't. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Tom, the FBI going to come for you. I'm just imagining two men in a Chili's, two men, married men, in a Chili's, at the Chili's bar. Their eyes both meet and then they both like kind of look away. All right. I'm, like, I'm, I'm done. Sorry. I just Googled it. What is it's it? It's bad. It's got to be bad. Well, there's definitely a pro shot video of a young lady sucking a large black penis in a what seems to be a real supermarket. <laughs> uh, washing oh. your hands before COVID, after COVID, it doesn't seem to matter to these people. <laughs> no, I'm just picturing two gentlemen in a Chili's. They're both kind of looking around the bar. I mean, uh, first of all, they're sad because they're drinking at a Chili's bar. I've yeah, been, there. Yeah. Yeah, been there. Yeah, you've been yeah. there. And they're yeah. both they both have wives that they don't like, and they they both lock eyes for a sec, and they're like, nah, no homo, bro. Let's but then they go to the bathroom, and then they're like, hey, guess what? Let's touch her. Let's dock. I was in, a, in Chili's. I was in a Chili's in English Town, New Jersey, and I was so drunk, and I was just like, give me a black bean burger with bacon. And the waitress was like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you? I was just like, I'm drunk. That's what I am. I need to, I need to be able to shit later, and I want some meat. <laughs> but not complete meat. Not all meat. Yeah, yeah so the beans come in. They just... Anyway. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So both of these men are, quote unquote, squatting in Chile, perhaps at the same time, perhaps bumping into each other. But Roger writes to his family frequently while he's fucking around in South America, just having a good old south of the border adventure without his passport. And I guess if you're like an offshoot of lesser nobility, you don't need a passport. They're just like, oh, white guy's got money. Let him in. He's on the money. Yeah. So on that's like Ford. if you're a Carl's Jr. manager, you go anywhere you want. Damn straight. Open up North Korea. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, in 1853, uh, Roger's uncle dies, the baronet, and the baronet become or Roger's dad is now the baronet. So it's like, ooh, one step closer. This is good. My dad's the baronet now. Mm. So unless my dad shits out a, uh, no, that's it. Yeah. That's it. When his dad dies, when the dad dies, he gets the baronetcy. So he doesn't even so need to phone like, a friend or anything. He's fucking there. He's Regis Philbin. He's got to outlive his dad. Yeah. He's Regis Philbin already. Because even if his dad made a son, that wouldn't be in front of him because he's firstborn. Yeah. Um, statistically speaking, he's going to inherit a lot of money. A lot of money and a lot of residual incoming money because he's got this, uh, this sprawling estate with good tenants on it already. Ding, right. ding, 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 ding. You are the winner of life. Ding, 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 ding. What Enjoy. do you win? Unlimited money. Ding, 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 ding. Enjoy. <laughs> so, 1854 on 420, uh, Roger hopped on a, Jama- uh, a Jamaican-bound ship named the Bella. Of course he's uh, on a Jamaican-bound ship on 420, though. Come on. Snoop, what are you talking Snoop about? Lion. Dude, he's that? like, my dad is baronet. I and I... I'm hitting down there, okay? Let's go. Let's go, <laughs> go Rastafari. He's probably <laughs> dreadlocked his one ponytail. 
Um, and Ew. he's just like, Dragoon, Dragon, my man. <laughs> I'm Dragon, fuckers. <laughs> Who has that dank 420, I and I? <laughs> so, I guess it is slightly coincidental that this Jamaica-bound ship left on 420. But the shitty thing is the Bella fucking sank. And all hands on deck were presumed lost, Roger included. Oh, no. He's fucking dead. I want to. This is how it went down. He's like, Uh, is that a rock, man? Is that like a rock over there? I think we're pulling into the I think we're pulling into the the dock. I think I don't know. Slow the ship down. You're speeding, man. You're going too fast. (laughs) Too fast, man. Too fast, man. (laughs) Boom. And they just slowly, the slowest rock beaching ever happened. <laughs> and, the same, and then the ship just like well, slowly sank. Where everyone could get off fine, but like everyone's like, oh no, we're going down. Should we get off now? Should we? That would be probably. Th- that would be not- that would that would be discrimination because the the um the 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 captain is a minority. <laughs> All captains are minorities. Yeah. Um. Probably not a beaching, Travis, as the wreckage stayed afloat. Four days later, the Bella was spotted capsized off the coast of Brazil. So mm. floating, but just not right way up with no one on board. Right. Yeah. The Tichborn family grieved the loss of Roger. Everyone grieved except Roger's mother, Lady Tichborn. She held on to hope that somewhere, somehow, her darling young Roger was... Still alive and kicking. <laughs> yeah. And well, maybe you, changing anime hentai backgrounds as Tom just has. Tom just beat me. I feel well, so out of place not be, having any I, hentai in my background. As a mother, as someone who has breastfed a child, you never want to give up hope. No. <laughs> Tom, I just want to be in the bouncy castle. Put me hentai in the bouncy tits. castle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I didn't mean to distract you with that. I just didn't like my whole. Uh, oh, tits are distracting. Oh, Especially okay. hentai tits to Cody. But <laughs> if uh, any of you two gentlemen missed it, uh, Lady Tichborn still holding on hope that her dearest Roger is out there somewhere. Uh, Lady Tichborn heard of sketchy rumors stating an Australia-bound ship had casually just plucked up survivors in uh, off the coast of Brazil and didn't like solidify any reports didn't alert the presses or just like, oh, survivors, let's quietly pick them up, take them to Australia, and be tight-lipped about it. Probably not the case. So, Cody, this is where our two men are going to converge into Uh-oh. one man. I get t- I see what's happening Uh-oh. here. It's like Shakespeare. Uh-oh. It's like before the internet, you could just be whatever you wanted to be. When you were a child and you said, Mom, I want to be an astronaut. Back before the internet, you could move to a different town and be like, fuck yeah, I'm a fucking astronaut. I mean, that moon landing? That was me in the suit. Me. Yeah, yeah, everyone's like, what's space? <laughs> sure, that's what you do for a living? Fine. <laughs> that's me. So Lady Titchborn is very high on hope right now, and she does one of the dumbest things someone can do in her position, does, and I was going to say phones up, but contacts a psychic oh. to learn if... Her beloved Roger is still alive, and the psychic takes this low, lesser noblewoman's money and is like, "Oh yeah, sure, he's out there. I don't know, somewhere he's out there. He's out there though. He don't is know where. talking to Roger's me right alive. now. He is just speaking 
right at me. Dude, he what is he, an Aquarius? Speaking. Maybe. Speaking. I feel like we're overdue for a good psychic. I gotta I gotta do some some Do you wanna be him? What do you want to be him? The next psychic? Do you want to be the next overdue good psychic, Travis? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that'll be Patreon episodes. Maybe we can Oh, we should do that on Discord. Readings. Call the shrimp whisperer. The shrimp whisperer. I like yes. that. So the turbo foolish lady Titchborn, high on hope, uh, wrote to an Australian organization called the Missing Friends Agency. Mm. Not so much a detective agency as just a column in local newspapers. Okay. So decent. She inadvertently advertises a missing heir in a continent <laughs> filled with thieves. It's like. <laughs> The, the 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 fucking copy literally is like missing air. Please uh, send any information my way. And the words "most liberal reward" were printed everywhere. Uh, well, that's all right. So you know when you see like signs, like I get it. Losing a pet is terrible. It's terrible. 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 Yeah, but yeah, really when you awful. see like signs, when you see signs up, and it's like reward for any information. Or something like that, yeah, like, yeah. or like, we'll pay you like a thousand dollars for a cat or like a dog. Mm-hmm. What? Like, I, I just imagine that's the stupidest thing you could do because somebody will be like, I don't know, you got a black dog? Like, sure, here's a fucking thousand dollar dog. Yeah, eight black dogs are gonna show up to your house the next day when and and yeah. eight people asking for like a thousand bucks. And it doesn't matter um, if you have peanut butter on your dick or vagina, they're going to lick it. So they're mm-hmm, mm-hmm. invested. <laughs> yes. You know, like, it yes. doesn't matter just to fill a void. <laughs> uh. With peanut butter. So anyway, these ads offered a most liberal reward for any information regarding a tall, brown-haired, blue-eyed English heir. It's like, mm. have you seen Roger? Now, <laughs> let's unpause with our subject. Arthur Orton, Convergence is here. Arthur Orton reads this advert. It's like, oh, oh, it's me. I'm Roger. I'm the heir. All along, it's me. Give me the money. Thank you, please. <laughs> I would do the same thing because I'm a dirty yeah. Australian. He's English. Keep in mind, just in Australia. But what is so, an Australian? They're a dirty a, English. Yes. Very good, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But pass, very important. Mr. Very Tom? important. What's that? Yes, you 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 pass, pass? The flying color, Good. white. Um, but it's very important for this episode to know that Arthur Orton speaks Cockney accent, not Australian or anything else. His accent is Cockney through and through because he was born in Wapping, London. Wapping, a Cockney in him. Well, so the first thing Arthur does is issue an IOU to the nearest lawyer, and he's just like, hey. Get me in contact with uh, my family, the Titchborns, and I'll pay you afterwards. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> good. Make me this bitch's son, and I'll give you some money. She's got lots of it. Maybe, maybe that's what it was said. But if you want to give him the benefit of the doubt, he's like, "Oh, lawyer, set me up with an audience with these people. I'll pay you after I get back, or I, I get access to my funds again." I am going to suck the diamonds out of my stepmom's mm-hmm. vagina, and I'll spit a mother, few into your mouth. Actual mother. Yeah. A few, well, well, he's going for stepmother, but she doesn't know that. Oh. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's Maybe fine for him. It's not as dirty as it could be, but also England. So continue, Cody. Tom, is that going to be the next level of Pornhub? Like, she didn't know that sh- this 
they were actually like a stepmom, like thought it was her real son. Look, man, I you know, just to get closer to like incest because that's what everyone wants. Everyone, I don't want it, but I don't know fucking sick fucks that are on Pornhub that are trying to watch fucking sons blow their stepmom. Or yeah, their their stepmom's cock. Yeah, no, it is very unfortunate that that's been normalized. Um, because I am, I'm not a fan of it. Um, but overall, the things I've been seeing in the nography world have been telling me <laughs> it is going that way. Nography, baby. Watch more hentai tentacle porn. We don't will, need any more incest. I will. I only watch Simpsons porn. That's a tricky inch to pinch. Mr. I only watch the ads. Uh, you know, I just watch. <laughs> I yeah, log on like, to YouTube and then I watch uh, uh, Peter Griffin giving Marge. Like, why a, is that always there? Out, you know, and then I hate that. I, I like it because um, Peter Griffin's hungry. Yeah, so he's always, always hungry. hungry. At least it embodies the spirit of Peter Griffin, uh, the most beloved character on All in the Family. <laughs> That's what that is. So, as you can imagine. This guy, Arthur Orton, has his sights on claiming heir to the Baronetcy, the mm -hmm. Tichborne Baronetcy. And it gets a little fucky here because there's many a name. I said him earlier. He's actually Arthur Orton that adopted the name Thomas Castro that is going for Roger Tichborne's heir to the Baronetcy. But some people are so confused by the multiple uses of names that... Londoners just call him the claimant, the guy who has the claim. Ah, doesn't. Right. Maybe it's true, maybe it's not, but some people are just like, I'm just calling you the claimant with a capital C, so there's no confusion. No, right. I thought they were going to do it with a K, so it's more cool. Well, if it was oh. claimant. Well, uh, Travis, you could kind of be the claimant. <laughs> I am the claimant, dude. Yes. The man who I show wants up to the, the beach. I show up to the beach and everyone, everyone. Is pulling up clams for me. I just sit there all day. Hot, Hot clams. It's like a beach tax. Yeah, like exactly. Tra Travis sets up beach? right by the where, where everyone needs to go to the bathroom. He's just like, hey, uh, <laughs> clam, please, please give me your clams. And they go, sure, guy. Please don't hurt me. <laughs> yep. I'm just there with no pants on, and yep. they give me clams. <laughs> yeah. Ew. <laughs> so Arthur Orton is flush with cash borrowed from people under the pretense he's good for it. He actually is the Tichborne heir at this case. So Arthur is approached from a former butler of the heir apparent. And this elderly butler is slightly seen out, kind of doofy, and believes Arthur is actually the heir. It's like, oh, you're you're the heir to the baronetcy. That all and makes Arthur, sense. Thank you for showing up again. Yes, we missed you. <laughs> and Arthur is able to pull information out of this butler. Nice. Not a lot, just a little bit. And Arthur would say, it, it's called reverse interrogation. Arthur would be like, remember when I was little? Remember how I used to do that one thing? And the butler would be like, yes, you used to go fly fishing so often. And Arthur's like, fly fishing. <laughs> and Arthur would be like, what else about that fly fishing? And that peculiar thing I did during fly fishing. And the, this old-timey butler would be like, yes, you used to use a green lure, even though it didn't make sense. All and right, so like, oh, if lure? we were going to uh, reverse racism, like our own Interrogate. Butlers, what? Whatever okay. you said. Whatever reverse you interrogate. If you're going to reverse interrogate 
our own butlers, what would they say about us? Oh, uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, look at wow. that. Mm -hmm. uh, Cody, wow. yeah, Just he was on OnlyFans so many times this week. <laughs> I watched over his internet accounts and saw that he was beating it to many Marge Simpsons. <laughs> he was rather tall, even from a young age. He didn't eat the things that his mother prepared for him. Instead, he, he, he ate cheese whiz from cans. Mm. <laughs> All right. You were fat shaming Travis earlier. Are you Cody shaming Cody? Fuck no, you. Yeah, I have to. I'm sorry. I don't want to lay it all on. Just to be fair. I gotta. I love both you guys, and it would be... Equal opportunity, hater. Uh, it's not hate, guys. You know that. It's mm. just being tired. <laughs> the uh, butler was able to be mined for the precious information that Arthur hid away and would use at a later date to prove the legitimacy of his claim, being the heir to baronetcy. And to fill in the gaps of what he didn't know, Arthur was just like, shipwreck, fuck me up, amnesia. I remember what I remember. Everything else is just... Bleh. That's so he's, smart. He's kind, of, he's, he's kind of hedging his bets. But at the same time, like ins in insomnia either brought on by physical or emotional trauma can only really do a certain type of damage pattern to the human brain. But, Cody, all right, this is also the 1800s, though. Like, they think... They don't know it. We yeah, know this now. We know it they now. Know. I'm just saying, in the 1800s, they're like, did you eat peanut butter yesterday? Well, you must not be as sharp. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, I'm senile. I'm 34. Yeah, like, <laughs> like they, don't know, they don't know anything. But today, we know, we know a knock on the head has like two spectrums of possibilities and nothing in the middle. So like the low end of the spectrum is you take one on you 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 take some chin music one night and you can't remember what you had for dinner or anything after the chin you got bopped. Right. Oh, well, that's right. The, I mean like we're that's the lesser. We're, we're only just figuring this shit out, too. Yes. I mean like like yes. think about so, all the bare knuckle box bare knuckle boxing they used to do back in like the 19th century and like yes. early 20th century. Yep. Like no, and now, no now you like look at the NFL and they're like, oh, these fucking idiots have been running into each other for like uh, th two decades and causing and they're going to go shoot their wives. Let them yeah, run, causing causing senility at age like forty eight. Yeah, but just so you know, people know current day understanding is there's two types of like there's two extremes of memory loss associated with like trauma. One is like the low end is that you got hit on the head, you can't remember what happened that day. Or after, like, you got knocked on the head because you were unconscious, maybe. And the high end of that is you may lose, you may, you may just go full vegetable mm. on that scale, where it's just like everything drops off. There really isn't a middle ground of, like, trauma that's like, I remember some things and I remember not something. Right, like, I, I, oops, I forgot about 12 years ago. I forgot about these specific 12 yeah, years. Okay. All like, right. maybe you forget a little bit over, maybe it gets spotty, but you just, like, trauma victims just don't really black out specific periods unless it is abbreviated by the trauma. Right, so, right. this is really not how in insomnia works, as we know today. But back then, as Travis was saying, a little dubious. So, he's able to 
Arthur is able to info mine this data mine, this fucking ex butler, and he starts putting the childhood together. He starts gluing it together, and he uses the amnesia glue to start putting these parts together. So, 1862. Fortunately for Arthur, the current baronet, Roger's dad, dies. So, hey, it's his to claim at this point because he's a shitty, unscrupulous fuck. Yeah. And he's just like, it's me! I am the current baronet. Give me the monies and shits and this and that. So, Of course, every, with... every, whenever you say, oh no, my dad died, like people believe you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially with that timbre. Little tragedy in there, you're in. Timber? I don't know how to say that word. Anyway. Boom, boom, tragedy. <laughs> Armed with super loose and very rudimentary info on... The actual heir's childhood, Arthur made his way to England to meet Lady Tichborne, his quote-unquote supposed-to-be mother. During the trip to England, Arthur ballooned up from binge eating, from actually having money for the first time in his life. Awesome. And uh, if you didn't know (laughs) Arthur, the last honest job Arthur had was running that butcher shop in Wagga Wagga. And I have a picture of that in the chat if you guys want to look at it. Yeah, sure. Really yeah. quickly. It's not a butcher shop you and I think of as today. It's a thatch hut in the middle of an Australian oh, town. Oh, no refrigeration. Yeah, All right. So, it. yeah. I mean, most butchers have a refrigerator, right, Tom? No, no power in this village, if you're looking at the picture. No, of course not. Also, there's like chickens in front, so it's just like, hey, can I get uh, can I get a rotis chick? I want to throw that in the oven, do a little bit of rust. <laughs> She's like, yeah, just grab me that one behind you. I'll defeather that in no time. Just a couple yeah, they got it p- named. Just yeah, a couple hand, pence. Hand me Fred. Well, there's also a horse in the front as well. So I'm that's unsettling. You know when you go to like the grain section of your local organic supermarket? Yes. It's like you can do like a oh, let me do a mixed bag, and they just weigh it out. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that version of a butcher right there. It's right. like I don't know. Grab oh. whatever you want. We'll fucking cut it in the fucking. I'll shit. cut dirt up. Yeah, oh, whatever, dude. <laughs> Take this knife. Cut off what you'd like. I'll weigh it out for you. It's just like a um, what is it? Red mango. Please enjoy this, the uh, as much as you'd like, and we will weigh that for you as if it's some kind of occupation. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he goes from rundown butcher shop to actually having nobility money. And as a result, he fucking balloons up. He's not ready for the tasteless rich food of England. Oh, um, right. He, he originally is 189 pounds before he leaves for England. And he gets up to 250 mm, damn. by the time he lands in England and... A few weeks after that, he'll actually balloon up to fucking 400 pounds. Oh! 400 pounds? 400 pounds. And he's there being like, I'm your son, Roger. I've put on weight. Excuse me. Yeah. Hi, Mom. How you doing? No, it's me. You're, you're, oh, guys, me, your fucking son. Don't you remember me? You got that nephew, Ben Margera. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> No, 400 pounds 400 in fucking pounds. the 19th century is like, all right, like we've all seen really big dudes. I'm a big guy, but there's also those like really big dudes. Be fair to yourself. You're not a really big guy. You're a, he- you're a heavy man. But we've <laughs> yeah, seen- but there's like Travis, like, you, you can flee. You can still yeah, flee. I can flee. I we, can flee. We've all seen men you who can cannot flee. And flee. Fight. Yeah. Right. We've we've seen men that are extremely large and women that are extremely large. 
this is the 19th century where like people mm. eat like my seven beans today. <laughs> like, That's why he mm. was 189 pounds. The, he gets money and suddenly he's 400 pounds. Yeah, Go. like that's crazy. Love to think it. About. And also, it's like maybe this guy isn't used to having money. Wink, wink. Titchborn yeah. family. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, poor people aren't used to having nice things. So as soon as they get nice Food things, included. they get yep. rid of them, and then they're poor again. Oh, and man. Yeah. Our son really loves quail eggs. I think he's had about seven of them, or maybe 70 of them this morning. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Dude, them quail eggs. He looks very, delicious. and they also would say something like, he looks very healthy. Yep. <laughs> there was no. He was fat gaunt. Back in the day. Now he's healthy. There yeah, was fat no fat. Fat is like healthy. Yeah, fat. Yeah, fat was good. They're like, oh yeah, like ladies, like ro- rock what you got going on. No judgment right now because back in the day, if you had a little extra weight on you, that I'm sure you're being shamed by you know various media sources like Vanity Fair and myself. Um, you <laughs> you were prime picking back in the day. They love no the lady. Shame. Yeah, man. So, you know, that's what do we know? It's all perspective. I'm a very young boy with an old man's heart. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense? It doesn't matter. It Cody, do. continue. It do. I love it. <laughs> so, Arthur is on his way to 400 pounds. He's a big boy. He arrives slightly inopportunely in London as Lady Titchborn, his supposedly, you know, supposed to be mother, is actually returning from France when he gets there. So, Lady Titchborn's you know, help or just like she's not here yet. Go, go fuck off and kill like two days, and she'll be here. And Arthur is like, "All right, I'll go do some stuff for two days. Bye." And in this interim, Arthur goes to his old house in Wapping, London, where he was like presumably born, and wet asks, ass "Pussying London, wet ass pussying London," and he asks around the neighborhood. It's like, "Hey, you remember the people that lived in this house?" And one neighbor's like, yeah, the Ortons live there. They were, a good, they were a good family. They moved on. And the neighbor asked Arthur, do you know anything of the Ortons today? And he shoved a dagger into his throat. And Arthur was like, I know what happened to their son, Arthur Orton. He's the richest man in Australia currently. <laughs> so he's like, oh, their son, me, who's secretly me, moved away and is super rich in Australia. So he's kind of bragging by proxy to a random stranger. But I want you to keep in mind of this back and forth because during the case, it's a doozy. Wait, are you telling me this man, this gentleman, this lord, this baron, baronet gets caught? Mm-hmm. What? No, there's no way. <laughs> This is the worst imposter job of all fucking history. <laughs> I think it's beautiful. Yes. I think, yeah, yeah, I agree with Tom. Yes. Yes, just keep going. Well, you are you don't know the fucking tip of this iceberg, motherfucker. This gets gorgeous later on. I'm going to just continue so, agreeing with uh, places I can agree. Get a little horny, maybe. Sweet. Uh, eventually, <laughs> eventually, there's a face-to-face <laughs> meeting between Arthur Orton and his... New family, the Titchborn family. And he's just, he's there. He's like, it's me, your beloved son, brother. I gained some weight. I can only remember 8% of my prior life. Give me money. Dude, is that why he got fat, though? Like, he could probably hide some of his features if he got fucking bold. Some people, some people think he was smart enough to, to, to get a little under chin to hide his bone structure. 
But I don't think he's smart enough. No, he may he's have. just a chubby boy. He got money for the first time in his life and kept ordering, like, the fucking Baconator from Wendy's. Yes! <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay. I shouldn't talk. I have one but in the room d- with me. Did he? He's not... At least we know this. He's not a total pig. He's drinking the Diet Cokes. Okay? He's trying to yeah. keep... Okay. <laughs> dude, yes. I or- always order the triple with a Diet Coke. That's yeah. a pro move, dude. It, it fucks with the cashier. Like, yeah. why? Like, well, they're like, you sure you don't triple? want the regular Coke? I'm like, you yeah, sh- I'm sure, dude. Are you sure you don't want this noose? <laughs> <laughs> Tom, that's, that's, shaman. You can't yeah. say it. I can say it. You're I not allowed a, to say it. It's pronounced shaman. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I thought he said. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> so he's like, hey, family, remember me? And everyone in the family is like, fucking no. <laughs> Who are you? And he's fat and... He also has this habit of belching, farting, drooling, and twitching way more than the actual air ever did in his real life. Well, he blew up and a bit, you know? He's like... Uh, excuse Dude, me. I've, so I've, we're entering, like, Terrare realm here. A little bit. He's not... <laughs> yeah. A little I, there. So he's I, farting, I, belching, twitching, and drooling. I've never known nobility to have a twitch stream as him. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So no one believed it. Like you're not, you're not the heir, man. We, that's our brother slash cousin. We'd know what you look like. And even if you were, life. you fucked off. Give us this money. Yes, yeah. but because how desperate Lady Tichborn was, she's just like, oh, it's Roger, my son. Yes, and <laughs> she. She, because she's holding the shot, you know, she's calling the shots because she's like, though not male, can't be the baronet, but she has to, like, decide what's going on with the baronet state while the baronetcy is under this conflict. Well, she's so a, what they she's call the a, purse holder. She's what they call a regent. There you go. Yeah. So she's just like, oh, it's it's Roger. So only the mother is convinced because she's so desperate to be reunited with her dead son. That is that that is some real douchebaggery, though. Oh yeah. Let me tell you. I mean, we roast a lot of fucking douchebags where it's like, yeah, he peed out of his butthole on some lady's asshole. Right, but right, right. That's different. Like this is like you have a a woman that lost a child in their morning, and this guy's like, yeah. Well, she was hopeful because she. Did the psychic thing, and then she took out the advertisement. Dude, so she yeah, I mean, I helpful. think the only worse person is the psychic. The psychic is full of <laughs> fucking shit. So, aside from Lady Tichborn, the only person Arthur, our subject tonight, was able to convince was the family physician. Um, so, he was like, yeah, he got hit on the head, whatever. He's just yeah, fatter. It, That's it. Well, so, on one side, with Lady Tichborn, family tutor no i'm sorry family physician both believing like oh this is the heir but on the other side of that coin everyone else in the family including the um family tutor the family tutor noticed that arthur um spoke english with a cockney accent which is oddly not the fucking right accent for roger to have yeah he was the legitimate heir he grew up mostly in France with his mother. Mm. So this English heir should have a French accent, believe it or not, mm. and know French as his first language. 
And our idiot Arthur Orton is just like, what, governor? What's that about accents, governor? Yeah, no, I forgot me French when I fell off a boat, mate. I was uh, <laughs> exactly. looking around. I said, I, exactly. I, I was paying attention. I was waiting for me blooming onion. And all of a sudden, fell off me boat. <laughs> you don't lose an entire language from any kind of trauma. Well, I didn't lose it all. That's you not know, how I that get works. it like wee wee, mademoiselle. I still remember that one. Just <laughs> the basics, you know. It's this weird thing. This English air is supposed to be speaking French or at least English with a French accent, and this is not the case. Arthur mm. Orton can only speak English with Cockney accent. Amazing. And as I said earlier, uh, Arthur Orton would have no problem belching, farting, drooling, and twitching whenever he wanted to or whenever he couldn't help it. Like, also, save, subscribe. Like, save, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, subscribe. Ring that bell, motherfucker. Ring and it. Also, also, Arthur would uh, indulge in the tobacco and alcohol hardcore more than any like nobility of England would ever. I mean, you say that, but also, like, I feel like, I don't know, he did Bo Bermel, and they were all about all right, snuff, yeah. and they were all about drinking. But that, that was a little bit after. That was, well, I think it was before, but... Before? Yeah, he died, like, 1820. Oh, why did I think Bobermel died? It doesn't matter. I thought he died, like, right before the 1900s. Either way, I think there was, like, a misconception, because I'm actually doing some research now on a... Oh! On another nobil- English nobility, and I think there's some misconception that they were, like, non-drinkers, non-smokers, non-partiers. Are you... No, these people were fucking at, uh, like that. These, oh, they lit up, yeah. but just in the privacy of their own estates. Oh, okay. They so wouldn't... he's out there just like, yeah. He's like he's like one of those vape guys. He has are you, are, are you researching Sir Philip Morris? <laughs> no, that's a good egg. All right. Well, that, you know that's so. another time, I suppose. I don't even know if that's a real guy. Uh, <laughs> well. You're having me doubt now. Anyway, there's another discrepancy as trauma from a shipwreck would not really... It'd lose you some memory, but it shouldn't lose you any IQ. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's a dumb boy. Arthur's really fucking dumb, guys. I used to know know a lot of math, dude, but then the ship happened, and I forgot my math. (laughs) Like, the air is classically schooled in England. Right. He should know some things. Arthur was an idiot that constantly conflated Greek and Latin, which is like, uh, what? It's the same thing, right? And Arthur was entirely unaware of the entire study of chemistry. He's just like, what's that? Uh. What she got there? Is that baking soda and vinegar? Oh my God! What the fuck? (laughs) Somebody put it out, mate. (laughs) And just as... A very obvious point, Arthur just talked and wrote real dumb. And just for the audience of this podcast's reference, I have a sample of how Arthur actually wrote. And I would like Tom to take a, a, a read through it. And this is, this is verbatim. This is actually how he capitalized everything, Tom. So do your best oh. and let the people at home know how Arthur actually carried himself in written Uh, translations or written communication. Okay, so firstly, before I read this, I think it's good to point out that all the I's are not capitalized. The royal I's are not capitalized. Oh, so he's he's a boomer. He's a boomer. 
right. what so Tom is about to read is when he figured out someone was opening his mail and he reached for a book he thought was the Bible, but clearly wasn't. Nice. <laughs> so this okay. is what he wrote in that Bible when he like took uh, a a a sworn oath in pen to a Bible. The guy loves writing in Bibles, but okay. he does. Oh, this is great. There's so many periods here. I'm gonna Shh. I'm gonna take long pauses at the periods because okay, yeah, really yeah, yeah, drive it home. <laughs> All right. All right. So I'm just gonna write this down. Starting quote. This day, I have received a letter from Donald McDonald <laughs> with the seal broken. I, Arthur Orton, here make a vow on this book, although not a Bible. It bear a cross that I am a man of bone, blood, and flesh. No commas. No. That I will find out... That I will find out... The man, if possible, that broke the said seal. <laughs> and that I will punish him according to the laws of my country. <laughs> <laughs> so those of you at home can't read, but our boy Arthur Orton just capitalizes and lowercases whatever the fuck he wants, much like a... Millennial of and current age. He's kind of like Post Malone. Yes. Well, yeah, and country is spelled with a, an I-E. Yeah, country has an I-E, capital C, but no Y. Dude, that's a, not how Cody. You're throwing shade at the millennials. I'm throwing shade at the boomers that are like using two fingers to type on a uh, keyboard. Okay. Either way, <laughs> this man is not well read. Or have you ever have yeah. you ever seen a boomer get in a political debate on Facebook? That's how it looks. I that is that is what surprises me about how Facebook is only that now, and there are still people there. <laughs> how, dude? Z- the, it's because the Zuck is there, man. He owns all of Hawaii. Have you seen the Zuck, Cody? Oh, with his um with pale his, face, like yeah, data from Star white Trek face. Yeah, that's weird, he, man. He, I hate it. He is right. He's got an ass on him. Did you see that though? Yeah, he's got a donk, dude. He's got some wagon. He's reminiscent of Data, hundred percent. Um, mm. the dead eyes—they they really sold it though. Dead eyes, the non-usage of contractions. It's yes, weird. exactly. <laughs> so Arthur Orton, not well written. Definitely not well written enough to be an heir to English nobility. So, also Arthur would be unable to identify the handwriting of his father, a baronet of England. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind Dude, my of dad has obvi- terrible My dad yes. has terrible handwriting. Yes, but it's kind of a thing back in the day because 80% of the time, if you wanted to communicate with someone that wasn't in the room, you just had to write them a letter. Yeah. You know what I mean? If they're in the front yard of your house, you got to write them a letter. They're, they're out there. So... Hmm. Wait, if it's no, your wait, dad? No, 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 Cody, don't, no, hold on. So my dad would call me from, like, one room to another on my phone, uh, right? Okay. Like, and I always saw, like, dad get off the fucking couch and just, like, be like, hey, as your dad does, Tom, yo, T! Yeah, yell at, I like that. Your dad should tea. yell like a real Long Islander slash Brooklyner. Yeah, my yo dad also calls as well. me T. Yeah. But, yo, uh, T! Yeah, but so they're writing letters to like their child that's playing on the front lawn. Like I am exaggerating. Dear, dear Winston, if... how will you receive dinner tonight? Uh, okay, I have been waiting you in the dining room for seventy minutes. 
<laughs> we should have uh, processed meat out of a can because we are British. All right, I'm exaggerating, but if you're <laughs> pretty English, if you're across the pond in fucking Chile and you've been writing your dad, you'd know what the Baron, aka your dad's handwriting, okay. should look like. And our boy Arthur, the subject tonight, was unable to be like, uh, "Who handwriting is this?" Arthur yeah. can't recognize, quote unquote, his own father's handwriting. Oh, uh, who wrote and this? Ar- this is Shakespeare. Well, it's pretty beautiful. It's nice. Look at that. Very beautiful. Oh, it's his dad. Oh, yeah, dad. I remember his writing. Dad, yeah. Wow. Legend, Not, legend. Always remind. Yeah, legend always reminded me of Shakespeare in it. And Arthur would go on to embarrassingly refer to his own supposed mother as Hannah Francis Titchborn, when in reality the lady's name was Henrietta Titchborn. So you got your mom's name wrong. You still want to go for being the heir of this baronetcy? And he's just like, yeah, go. F- Dude, I'd probably get my mom's name wrong. I don't know. Yeah. And he, here's, Hi, I always called you mom. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's probably the excuse he fucking used. Yeah. I'd be like, legit. Okay. Uh, mom, you mean legend Ma? Legend Ma? <laughs> Dude, this and guy probably used legends so much. Yeah, I like that. Legend like and fucking lit. legend, mate. Legend? Oh. Fire. Yeah, legend is a great term that the, the English did adopt um, to. It, it's, it's, like, um, it's like the buddy here, but it, it means more. goes further. Legend. Yeah, I feel like- oh, absolute legend. It's like, well, why would you say that? He just got you a T. Tom, I think you're close. A-T. I think you're close. I don't think it's like buddy. I think it's like boss or like sport. Yeah, boss is better. Yeah, yeah. yeah but like, it's oh, like- yeah, boss. Absolute legend, mate. Oh, legend, mate. Cheers. Oh, God damn it. I hate, <laughs> I hate every British show where they, they say that line to 12. Oh, cringy. Yeah. Oh, legend, boss. Cheers. Legend, cheers. <laughs> Good Shut stuff. up, stupid. So, the skeptics within the Titchborn family would do this hilarious thing that I think Larry David would approve of, where they would just, because they knew Arthur was just an asshat trying to, like, like claim an heir, he was just, the, the rest of the family would just have these hilarious dinners where they would introduce actors as Arthur's actual family. Relatives. Yeah. And then, <laughs> nice. Yeah, so they'd be like, hey, hey, Roger, remember Bruce, your half-great-great stepsister-in-law? He just got back from the south of Jupiter. Say hi. And Arthur would be like, pleasure to meet you again. Legend! Yeah, legend! <laughs> It was just constantly like introduced to like fake nonsensical family members, and Arthur would just be like, "Pleasure, pleasure, absolute, pleasure. absolute legend." Remember the sausage rolls. <laughs> God damn it! I that one time, and I'll be for legend. <laughs> now, because Photoshop didn't exist way back when, um, an artist was hired to show the differences and similarities between Arthur Orton's face and the heir's face, a.k.a. Roger. And if you look in the chat, it was, it was one of the... It, it's a picture in the chat. It's Arthur's face on the right. <laughs> okay. All the way on the left is Roger's face, and in the middle is the artist blending 
the two together. I mean, to be honest, I'm just looking at this from a fucking 19th century person. Please let us know what you think. <laughs> I could see these two guys as passing if one's a fat fuck. Really? Yeah, I can too. Not. Yeah. Tom, they got the same eyes like that. You can't change eyes. No matter how much LBs yeah. you put on. You can't change eyes, but these are both English men in the middle of an inbreeding pandemic. Right. So, look, I agree with Travis 100%. It looks like the guy on the right has been in a bunch of bar Arthur. fights. Okay. Like our and guy. up. He's been in a bunch of bar fights and got real fat, and I think that passes. Yeah, I would say so. And you're going to... The viewers at home will see what this guy, what what he looks like. Yeah, we'll put it on the cover. This on this the cover. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you guys are both saying the guy in the right and the guy in the left looks similar enough to be related for a con, I, or, yeah, or the same person. Yeah, for someone for who con? wants to believe it, for some, for a woman like that who wants to believe the bar, the the region mama who wants to believe it, I get it. Yeah, they got similar wow. lips and everything. Really? Like I would say these two gentlemen don't look alike at all. Really? Well, dude, it's not like... I would assert that. It's not like one side is fucking Urkel and the other side is <laughs> Rob Lowe. It's like... But you, you see how the skinnier guy, a.k.a. the actual uh, heir, has a wider nose than the fatter guy, Orton. Yeah, but if you get punched in the nose a whole bunch, he gets flatter. Yeah, It but- doesn't... It gets flatter, but it doesn't shrink. I don't know. It? I feel like it's not a match. Like I get what this you're is saying. Wild. There's we're, enough we're, little things we're, to we're pick at here. But That's dude, wild. like you know, when you see some person after like you know ten years, you see them in high school, and then they grow up, and then they like have an adult face, and it's just like, where did your head come? You know, like what the, <laughs> why do you look like this? Like I remember you in high school, yeah, and you was barely hanging on there, and now you look like a person. Yeah, but the fat guy's nose is slimmer than the slim guy's nose. I mean, that's, I think that's, that's I my tipping like, point. No, that's Cody, my tipping point. I feel you. I think that's maybe the one part that's like maybe the giveaway, okay. sort of. But like for somebody that's never, I'm assuming that our boy had never seen a picture of this guy when he just like when he was like, he yeah, have. that's me. He may like, have. and you're like, wow, it kind of does look like that person. Like, so all right, the nose that is lends different. credence. That lends credence to the theory that he intentionally fattened up to throw off the visual representation of himself. Or he okay. liked to eat ribs. Or <laughs> yeah. he liked spotted dick. Yeah. And yeah. spotter. Spotted dick spotted, and checkers fries. Spotted baby or uh, baby ray ribs. Well, this kind of fucks dick. up my this kind of fucks up my transition because I wanted you guys to believe to be on my boat of they look nothing alike, but here you are here you both are disagreeing with me. Very, yeah. very fucking interesting. Well, uh, dude, we need a curveball every now and then. You know, there are certain facts yeah. about this show. Like, I'm wrong what? about a lot of things and pretend I'm not. Look up the fucking cover. It's going to be you're right there. You're doing it. Yeah, look you'll see it. All yeah. right. So, even though probably contested, my next lines in this script are, Arthur didn't look like the air, Arthur didn't sound like the air, and... Arthur absolutely did not write on paper like the air. Well, I think that's I think that's the big like like flag, right? Like you've got some yeah, guy, it's Cockney one of them. guy, you've got some Cockney guy, uneducated, wrong accent, wrong accent, right? And then you've got like the queen, like you know, the, like royal blood, right? Like they say the uh, queen, uh, noble, the, noble, well, blood. noble, but like you say the queen's English, right? Like that still exists today. Someone that speaks on like 
BBC usually right. speaks in the Queen's English. Right. There's been some changing of that now because of, you know, per- but the thing social is- progression. But anyway, you've got a dirty street person and then like a nobleman. Thing is, English nobility loves fucking. So they this do. could be like this could be like a whoa way like curly offshoot of English lesser nobility. Yeah, but that we're not actually is Arthur Orton. Yeah, but we're not talking about a bastard. We're not talking about like you know. No, uh, we're not no. talking about maybe Prince, his Prince maybe his William. dad was a bastard. We're not talking about Prince William like hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein or something. Okay, and, okay, like, fucking good, point. good point. Good point. Yeah, good point. Like you know, to- we're talking totally, about- totally valid, indisputable point, Travis. Yeah. <laughs> so, Arthur convinced two of the most important people involved with this affair. He firstly convinced the mother in question that he was actually the heir. And secondly, he convinced the family physician that he was indeed the heir, Roger Tichborn. Was it dick size? Oh my God, Travis. What? It wasn't dick size. Really? But... Dick genetic defect, ladies Dick and gentlemen. Dick genetic. <laughs> Do they both so have this two family, tips? The family physician was just like, "Hey, if you're Roger Tichborn, you should have a hideous, fucking hideous penile defect that is common in the Tichborn family tree." What was the defect, Cody? I'm here on bated breath. The defect is mangina, Travis. Oh, the actual we had a micro penis. The no, not micro penis, mind you. The retracted penis. Well, oh, like, like a penis it, that goes up inside you. With the Harvey Weinstein one. Is that? Did he have that? Yeah, he was a lesbian. <gasps> what? Oh my god! No, he, he was, was a lesbian. lesbian. He was a lesbian activist. He actually had a vagina. But that's here, not here, there, or there. <laughs> yeah, it's another. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, different show. It's nowhere. Wait, so but, his dick went inside of him, or just tucked back? Well, if Arthur Orton was, in fact, the heir, he should have a penis, as all male Tichborns do, that go up inside him, a.k.a. the inverted penis, the retracted penis, a.k.a. the OG inbred mangina. How do they have children? No, I'm serious, though. Travis, it comes out when you're horny. It comes out when you're horny. I'll look a dog. When you pop a boner, it goes out. Oh. So you, you, you can make an offspring... If you like, you know, look at hentai. What does yeah, it sit like? A, does it sit like an in-ground sprinkler system? So you just see the head <laughs> of it, and then as you get horny, you got to pee. It's like the head's yeah. inside. When you Skrr. get horny, the head comes out. Yeah, it's an in-ground <laughs> fucking sprinkler system. So, <laughs> like, how? I, well, like, how do they water? How does he water her lawn? Oh, I have my no goodness, clue. Yes. Well, he really turns on his irrigation system. He comes out of the ground and turns <laughs> the irrigation system on, and that's why this uh, penis abnormality is somehow genetic. It keeps going because it works once it's horny. Oh, thank Once it's you. not horny, it goes up inside, and you have to pee on your own uh, uh, gut flaps. Thank you when, so when much, Sears, for, for making this royal lineage. Continue. I am in love with a man's vagina. So the doctor and the mother are just like, let's settle this. Show us the mangina. And Arthur Orton is just like, oh, uh, um, uh, 
here's my penis. Well, no, 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 Cody. Do you think he tried the mangina first? You know what Travis. I mean? Like, did he try? Did he fucking tuck it in and be like, yeah, uh, Travis, make a little fruit salad? Travis William Lee. Arthur Orton did not have to attempt at the Manjana because he actually had one himself. What? He deserves the money. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like the dude. He doesn't have a dick. Give him the money. <laughs> so the world at this point, once Trow is dropped, is unsure who this man is. It's just like, oh, you might be the heir because you got the inverse dick. You were willing to but, show us that. But you're all weird and can't remember anything and don't speak French and all sorts of other things. So the world is suddenly on its head. Like, who the fuck is this guy? He might be. Well, you know, you know what he they might say. Be an imposter. A dick in the body is worth several thousand words, mm. especially in French. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you spend too much time in France. I'm just saying. Yeah, shoving croissants in the wrong holes. Yeah. I want everyone to imagine the mental roller coaster Arthur Orton is on. Dude, that he just fell into the fucking jackpot. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure there's many fucking con artists that posed as other people, but like this mm -hmm. guy, you you still think he's a con artist? Right now, I'll tell you, history is unsure. I'm presenting this episode as if Arthur Orton is an imposter. But history is unsure, and you, as podcast co-hosts and people at home, must make your own inference. I don't know. Do you think this is the actual Titchborne heir? I, he wow. kind of... I'm just going to say I'm looking at his picture again. I'm like, he kind of looks like Chum Lee. So right? This is true. <laughs> but he also looks like Chum Lee downstairs. Keep that in mind. Oh, yeah. He definitely looks like Chumley downstairs because we know what Chumley's penis looks like. Yeah. It's inverted. Mm -hmm. um, he only gets like hard when he can sit on a chopper that he doesn't own yet. Yeah. This is sweet. <laughs> this is so sweet. So, just to draw the picture of what this man's emotional roller coaster was when he dropped Trow for the physician, initial thought must have been like, hey, at least. I get to flash a noble woman. Really? As I'm as I'm getting this is me. This is me thinking oh, this. Okay. <clears throat> At least I get to flash a noble woman before I get ousted as an imposter. Here's my cock. Wait, why are they cheering? Oh, my cock looks like the actual heirs. Hooray! Wait! They said the heir's cock was misfigured. What's wrong with my cock? <laughs> It's just this roller coaster of him realizing he's disfigured. It's like, yeah, you won the competition, man. You're the worst person downstairs ever. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, exactly. Great. Uh, great. Really what's great. wrong uh, with my I'm penis? <laughs> well, why is everyone cheering? No, what's well, wrong? I mean, I just imagine him getting off, and it's like, all right, first you got to use two fingers, like really get it up in there. You gotta get it fucking hard. <laughs> I am I am sorry to any listeners that actually have a retracted penis, aka the mangina. Uh, do the, what, but this coming? is too good to not talk about. What you need to do if you have that and you're listening to the show is you need to write us an email describing. Let us know. I have a question. Do you have to use the other hole to push it out before sex? <laughs> well, if they're having sex, it just comes out naturally. Well, what about when they're drinking? 
And then they're trying to have sex. They're trying oh, to pretend. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely into this. So they have dick. to take a couple fingers and shove them in the butthole, which is nice feeling to begin with. And then you push it out. Like, um... Like a like a like go a, like a party blower like yeah blower. like well yeah yeah I don't know I mean I, I just think that you know maybe if you have that problem I'm just assuming that when you're hard you're probably like 12, 12 inches maybe <laughs> I don't like, know how this works I like don't have un- a retraction unfurls penis. like a chameleon tongue <laughs> just like bam. Yeah, it's twelve oh. inches but it only lasts for for half of a second, so you better like get a off Nazi too. Salute! It just jumps yeah. out. Dude, it's yeah. all about like it's like it's like a one of those like pneumatic tubes just like fucking blast through the cervix. <laughs> you punched your <laughs> microphone so hard. <laughs> Zwick, do something with that. No, keep <laughs> it in. Leave it alone. Okay. You'll know. No, make it the power on it. Okay, so Arthur miraculously has a retracted penis. Which the heir of the Titchborn Baronetcy also has, so he's like, "Hey, oh, can we not call it a retracted penis? Can we call it a rainbow or a mantis shrimp penis?" <laughs> I'm gonna call it a mangina for the rest of a the mantis. Episode. You shrimp do you penis? I'm calling it a mantis shrimp penis because you know what? Everyone's beautiful. With one faithful dropping of the trousers, suddenly the whole of London is unsure who this man is. Like, holy shit. He's dumb, but he's got weird penis. What the fuck? So there's a schism in all of London. Is this claimant actually the heir? But just so you know, strange dong was enough for Lady Titchborn to consider Arthur Orton the heir apparent. And Lady Titchborn awarded him £1,000 per year allowance just because she was so ready to believe that this was in fact her long lost son. Right. And also she uh, it is a form of charity. That she's like this guy's definitely not his son. But look at his dick. He, he needs something. <laughs> he needs the something. Give him something. So I p- feel bad for my son. I feel bad for everyone. I feel so. bad for the world. I'm like the backwards Scrooge. <laughs> the press eats this shit up. A house and city divided over an iffy air climate. It's the talk of the town. Right. Half are crying imposter, the other half are crying denied birthrights. You know what I mean? So it's a school divided. Right. So around this time is when Arthur reaches his pinnacle weight of 400 pounds. Bingus. Big boy. Thick. He's, he's yucking it up like, hey, I got a thousand pound per year allowance from Lady Titchborn. I'm in the gold. I'm in the gravy. Yeah. Except 1868 rolls around and Lady Titchborn fucking dies. Arthur loses his precious allowance and the Titchborn family refuses to extend a re-up for Arthur at this point. She's like, hold on, Tom, what derogatory comment do you have about this uh, fine gentleman that has a very masculine physique? Fine. You want to call me a fat haters? That's not really where I was going there. A fat hatist? I love it. I was thinking more of, like, the angry letter that he he wrote to that family, you know? To whom it may concern. Concern. Ah, was definitely that woman's son. The proof is in the penis, and the The penis is in the body. (laughs) (laughs) Please be giving me the money. Huh? And that's because he's fat, right? 
That's no, it's not because he's fat. It's because he's, he's, oh, he's dishonest. I'm fat. Yeah. Yes. I'm fat shaming, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> apparently. So after his supposed mother dies, the rest of the Titchborn family is like, hey, Arthur, shouldn't you like to be the chief mourner of your late mother? And Arthur's like, I, I guess I should be. And the rest of the family's like, how dare you? An imposter assumed chief mourner of Lady Titchborn. Oh, they let him have it? He wasn't like, They let oh. him have it, and they let him have it. Oh, right. So it's just like, hey, uh, Arthur, don't you think you should really get in there, mate? And he's yep. like, oh, yeah, more absolute legend. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just start right. <laughs> Not a legend. Your legends are lies, sir. So the Lady Titchborn dies. Arthur loses his four-digit per year allowance. Uh, however, he makes this up as English supporters like back him as they see fit. Some people say the Titchborn claimant, a.k.a. Arthur at this time, is a common man standing up to nobility in the court of law. Which but would further prove the nobility, nobility's point. Yes. Arthur, if, 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 if Arthur was actually Roger, he would still be nobility. And this doesn't make sense. It's like, oh, it's a little guy standing up to the big man. It's like, well, if you actually believed what you said you were saying, he's a big man standing up to the big man. You shouldn't yeah. care. Yeah, this should not concern you, uh, you common drizzle. Yeah, I mean, legend. <laughs> Leg- legend. 400, 400 pounds of legend. And to secure said 400 pounds of legend, Arthur has this idea of just like, hey, I'm going to go to the spot where both of us have, where both me and the supposed heir have in. Um, common, aka Chile. We're, I'm gonna go to Chile and get all the Chilean people to say I'm Roger. I'm actually the heir apparent. Dude, you can't trust what's happening in Chile because nope. of the Chilean sea bass. Nope, you can't trust Chileans. <laughs> Dude, never order the Chilean sea bass. It's tilapia. It's bottom yeah. feeder. Don't do it. It's, it's chum. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get a real opinion, go to a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And then just make your opinion. Go to the common person. agree with you. Go no. to Chile. Go to a lawyer and they'll agree with you. Go to a Chilean lawyer. Arthur and his entourage set out to Chile. Chile is an interesting place as both Arthur and the heir, Roger, were both in. Like, it's not contested. These two people were in this place at that time. Mm-hmm. And this is probably where the scheming begins for Arthur to actually steal Roger's identity. Allegedly. Alleged, legendarily. Legend. Mind you. Legend. A legend. Uh, so, Arthur is just like, I'm going to get my entourage. We're going to go to Chile. And we're... We're, we're going to get the people in Chile to say, I'm the heir apparent. That's how we're going to do this. So he sets off. And so everyone nowadays has in mind, there's no Panama Canal just yet. So you got to go all the way around. You got to sail all the way around to the tapered dick of South America. And it's important that the dick of South America is tapered because at a specific point during the tapering, 
it makes sense to instead continue on with your ship to cross on foot through South America, partying, drinking, sightseeing, until you get to the other side. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. It's Rio a, it's, de Janeiro. It's, it's a weird concept, but it you can actually, if you were sailing around South America to Chile, you can actually get off the boat, walk across the land, and meet your boat on the other side without any delay. Yeah, you'd probably mm. see a lot of cool butts on the east lot of cool coast, butts on the east coast of uh, South America. A lot of good drinking. A lot, a lot of good, good drinking. A lot of cool butts. A lot, a lot of, of cool butts. Good, good things. The things that matter most. So Arthur decides to do just this. He tells his entourage, "Hey, you stay with the ship. I'm gonna party across South America and meet you on the other side." Dude, they got coke down there, and no one they gives got a shit about coke. coke. They got booze. Down there. Got the good stuff. So our boy Arthur gets off the ship at some point and, is, and tells his entourage, I'll meet you on the other side. I'm going to party across. I'll meet you there. Now, during his partying across South America, I think he intended to arrive in Chile early to bribe specific people to say, oh, that guy, that fat guy, is yeah. Roger. You know what Allegedly. I mean? He, right, he right. Brought, Legend. He, he planned to bribe people to say his story, which backed up the, the Tichborn claim. Smart, dude. Right, so yeah, so they're like, hey, when some British dude shows around, he's like, mm -hmm. boy, sausage rolls. He's just be like, say. He'd be like, just saying, legend. See, just say sausage legend. roll, sir. And just say I'm Roger Tichborn. Yeah, However, because like, he speaks Spanish or Portuguese, like okay, legend, <laughs> legendary. <laughs> and so, in late 1868, uh, Roger told his entourage to stay with the boat as he partied across the southern tip of South America. However, Roger, or not Roger, Arthur, our subject tonight, got stuck in uh, Buenos Aires. For two months. Always wanted to go there. Right, dude? Let's let's get a roast mortem trip to Buenos Aires. Oh my god, yeah. we're stuck in Buenos Aires? What are we gonna do? Hang out and eat oysters and get hammered? All day, please, mm -hmm. for two months. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, um, uh, unfortunate us. Oh no! So, Roger killed two months in Buenos Aires, and then <clears throat> caught a trip all the way back to London. <laughs> because there were too much... Uh, highwaymen and sickness in the area. He's like, I can't go on. But that's there's what too he many... was, a sick, fat there's, man. That there's was too, There's too much yeah. sickness and uh, thievery on the highways. Well, that's no reason to leave. It really isn't. Thank you, Tom. If Baronetsy is on the line, you tough it out. You tough it out for fucking weird uh, butt squirts and highwaymen. <laughs> yeah, what Don't are they going to do, rob you? So you have to go back and get more... Free they cash? can only rob you to zero. Yeah. And then yeah. after that, they can only rob you to zero. And then after that, they can only rob you to zero. Right. You That's the mentality people from London were looking at Arthur like, you're not really the heir. If you knew what was on the line, you'd tough it out. I feel like that's yeah. more. No, I feel like that's more on the support of he is the heir because he's some stuck up. Oh, Boy, he's that's a puss? Like, All right, fair oh enough. my yeah. god, I cannot okay. stand okay. these highwaymen. Uh, I must leave. Good camera, uh, Travis. Oh. 
these mosquitoes are really bothering me, mate. Dude, they got it all wrong, Cody. You you picked the wrong person tonight. Mm, I'm just saying. Fuck me. Travis is standing <laughs> up for all the 400 pound people out there. <laughs> so in 1868. What's wrong with that, Tom? What's wrong with that? I don't know, dude. I, I, I at this point in my life, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> I just so don't. I can't. I can't argue. In 1868. Robert catches a ship back to London, being like, it's too tough, can't do it. But Arthur's entourage that's sailing around the tip of South America is just like, uh, we're going to keep going. And yeah. Arthur's like, no, don't. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? Just come back with me. But his entourage is like, we're going to keep going to Chile, motherfucker. We got you. Mm. <laughs> Kiss me. So Arthur's entourage actually arrives in Chile and has a picture of the claimant in question and starts showing it around to Chilean Fox and okay. asking Chilean Fox, do you like recognize a, who's in this picture? A giant white boy. Do you, have you seen this guy? Have Hello, you seen this sir? giant white man? May I stop you, kind farmer? Have you seen this gringo? Mm-hmm. <laughs> of a of of extraordinary size. He's yes, he's and go, the Chileans of large stature. You might call him Gordo. <laughs> and the Chileans look at this Gringo Grande and point at him and say, "That's Arturo, an Arturo. English sailor." Ah. <laughs> so this English venture backfires in the most monumentous way possible. So the locals were like, that guy showed up here a long time ago. Yep. He banged all of our broads. His name. now he has a name is <laughs> in our village. So to these entourage guys, all they did was sail all the way around South America, get to Chile, and suddenly there's two buckets of evidence they have to somehow dismiss in court. To prove the claimant is actually legitimate, right. aka Arthur trying to be Roger. Oh right. yeah, we know I'm Arthur. A- He's been here. He's, um, he's definitely not a legend. I know that word gets thrown mm-hmm. around oh, okay. a lot here in Chile. We use that uh, quite a bit. It's new lingo, but uh, it doesn't mean that really. But what no. we'd like to say, uh, Chilean people, to you, um, that guy is kind of. Greasy. He's got a smell. And his name is not Roger. Mm -hmm. So Arthur loses a shit ton of support because of this backfire. Now, uh, uh, where am I? He introduced my people to White Castle burgers. Got it. And and everyone had a heart attack. So the London public (laughs) ate it up. And... Arthur started issuing bonds to the English London people, believe it or not. It's just like, buy this bond, and that's you saying, I'm actually the heir, and I'll hit you on the rebound. Mm. Yo, this is tit mouth bucks. You want to buy tit mouth bucks? Yeah, Suck it's like that, that Bitcoin st- scam mm-hmm. that happened. Yeah. It's kind of like Bitcoin. Dude, it's like, I, you believe right, in me? So, Give me money, okay. and it's no. good. This yeah. is very weird because, like, there's a like, corner store next to me, right? Mm-hmm. And this is, like, weird for you guys, right? Because there's a corner store next to me. It, it's like a bodega, right? They don't do, they don't do like, uh, food. Uh-huh. Well, they do. Just, like, rugs. 
No, like our corner store. They sell like uh, like a Seven Eleven. Right. But there's a Bitcoin vending machine, like a no! Bitcoin ATM, no, in that store. It's no, so weird. Amazing. Oh, I love it. Yo, so this is like this guy shows up. He's like, guess what? I got an ATM. I'm legit. No, uh-huh. well, <laughs> right. Also, if you have Bitcoin, just hold on to it. It's an investment. It's not a way to spend. It yeah, really don't is. take it out to buy white claws. Yeah, every place that's like, oh, we'll Shut we'll up. sell you tacos for you know bi- bi- for Bitcoin exchange. It's like, no, it's an investment. It's like you don't buy gold to just like trade it immediately. You just hold on to it. Right. Come on, idiots. And don't by that I mean that. I know very little about finance and I am severely in debt. Well, you would know not to buy bonds off of someone dubiously claiming to be the Titchborn. Air, right, Tom? Uh, I w- I would, yeah. I, I absolutely oh no, would. I just wouldn't. Like you know. Tom, the mm-hmm. public would eat it up. All right, Tom, uh, you're gaining points in the uh, larger community because now you're seeing worth in having more size. Oh, I'm not. No, absolutely not. I don't agree. No, with no, that no, statement. no, 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 Tom, don't backfire. Don't backfire. There's gonna be a bunch well, of fucking 500 pound men showing up to your house soon if you don't. No, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, Tom body size it. or penis size? This is no, important. No, 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 no. Body size. We're talking about body size. It's gonna because be some about, ladies. Who cares about the penis? Who well, cares about the penis? Some ladies back out when the penis size gets too heft. Well, that's their fault. Um, yeah, but I'm talking about mass. I'm talking about like. Look, Ooh, Travis okay. is trying okay. to paint me like he's uh, like the kindest big guys in the world, and I'm going to be up on a soapbox like Jordan Peterson, going, "It's not that uh, you you. Uh, it's not that fat. Not I, I'm not saying Nazis are fat. I'm saying fat people are Nazis." <laughs> oh, good, dude. You're I don't know just, where I'm going with just, that one. I'm just no. I'm, you're I'm ben, hiccuping you're too ben, much. You're Ben Shapiro over the WAP right now. I'm just saying with fat, like fat, uh, like like wide, Why is it, wide right. ass person, wide ass person. <sighs> all right, Cody, please continue. I, I I've Can had too many drinks. I got hiccups. I can't even defend myself. Nor Tom. do I think it's that important. Tom, after the show, you want to get a few whappers at Burger King. Cody, that's how you become a WAP. Wide ass wha- person. Let's get some. I'm going to seven days a week. To me right wide ass person. Wow. I'm, Certified I'm, freak. I'm getting skinny shamed. <laughs> no, don't yeah. turn it around. I gotta turn this around. Don't turn, turn it around and shut play, up. I feel, I feel weak and vulnerable now to my larger counterpart. I'm glad your blood it's flows me. better to your heart, Tom. Uh, shut up. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, well, uh, I'm anyway. gonna say something really naughty. Let's, Let's keep continue. going. Anyway, Arthur starts Arthur. Arthur starts authoring Bonds. Wow, that's tricky. I'm hammered. Uh, to make up his fundraising, it's like, hey, I'll get you back once I'm realized as the Titchborn heir. It'll mm. all be good. So in reality, this was a popular move. Popular meaning the right thing to do. Where the average idiot thinks like, <laughs> I gave that idiot six bits to continue being a clown. So it's like, keep going. Right. I love you. Why not? So Go essentially... Arthur seeks to cement his identity in court by evicting a person that lives in Titchborn Park. So it, okay. it's one of these moves where it's just like, hey, I'm evicting that person. This trial is evicting 
is, is focused on evicting that person, but you need to cement me as a legal identity being Roger Titchborn. Right, and history has always played out where it's like, if you're evicting someone, you're, the, you're right. Right. Well, yeah, that's yeah. how it is. Yeah. So he's like, I'm going to evict this person, me being... Oh, sorry, you have COVID? Uh, guess what? Uh, the street is a really good place to treat that. Yeah, mm-hmm. recover. You get some fre- you get that fresh air. Yeah. yeah. You, you get that Chris Cuomo fucking exercise. Yeah, you've seen Chris Cuomo on, uh, on MSNBC? Guess what? He's doing really great. So you should probably go into the street right now. Yeah, exactly. He's all good. <laughs> <laughs> so, this shitty trick was expected and a team uh, of Titchborn lawyers... Hold on, Fredo. What? I'm not talking about that right now. I'm getting a lot of hate speech. I don't need Italian speech as well. Travis, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Cody, continue. Ignore that man. So, the, the this man trick, I, I'm not going to describe in any particular way. That. Uh, this trick was expected by the Titchborn family and their lawyers. So it was just like, ah, oh, that guy can't say business according to Roger Titchborn because he isn't Roger right. Titchborn. Bring up. Fuck oh, you guys. Shit. And uh, during this escapade, Roger, our boy Arthur Orton, had to uh, disclose under oath that he was in fact Roger Titchborn. So under oath in English court, he had to be like, I'm Roger. I'm Roger. Shut up. Fuck you. Hmm. <laughs> And some guy with a weird wig is like, yeah, you yep. boss. Uh, no, the, some legend, guy with a weird wig is like, never, uh, never. That man Opposite let me trends. stand on his butt last night. He's definitely Roger Tritchwood. <laughs> yes. So this case of uh, stolen identity is in a tug of war right now. Mm. Okay. The Tishborns are like, he's not that guy. And he, Arthur's like, I am the heir. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, and the the rest of the tw- Titchborns, like, just to remind everyone, they're a bunch of cross-bred fucks. So, like, they're all cockeyed. But they have their sense about them. Right, but they don't. But you don't. When you look at them, you don't know who to believe because everyone's like, eh. right? It's it's up in the air. Yeah, Very it's good, like Tom. the court case with the McPiles and like Charlie in McPoyles. And Sunny, I yeah, love McPoyles, it. Right? Kind of, like, yeah. I suck titty milk every day. Not Yeah. No but nobody in this story is very likable. Um yeah. but it's charming all the same. So the Titchborn lawyers, after a round of sleuth- of sleuthing, excuse me, uh point out a person of interest. One a Arthur Orton of Australia. Oh, oh. It's like, oh uh oh. Do we that's know your real name? S- that's yes. the same person. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! <laughs> they know my real name. Hi. Shit! How are you gonna be in the same place at the same time? You gonna do uh, a Kirby? Uh, you gonna suck uh, that person in and uh, pretend you're the other uh, person real quick? Uh, it's me. <laughs> so they point out this person or missing person of interest called Arthur Orton, and he disappeared exactly at the same time as the new Titchborn heir reappeared. It's like, mm, 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 wrong. And the very first thread unwound on this case is when our boy, our subject tonight, Arthur Orton, went into whapping 
asking where his old family was. Seven days a week, certified freak. So the lawyers realized, why are you asking about a family called Orton, whose firstborn son is in the wind in Australia? And he's just like, I I don't know. Orton. Just just kind of asking. I had a feeling. I think we went to school together. Uh, right, one, t- right, one time, right, right. one time, uh, he uh, took a shit in the teacher's desk. Absolute legend, legend. legend. So in it, in it, in it, legend. Under oath, <laughs> Arthur Orton. Tom, was you're asked, turning me into a British, oh, like a British boy, like dude, a lad. You know you're always, saying? you are a British. It's charming. Boy. I'm not it's a lad. Charming. I'm not usually a lad. Now I'm a fucking lad. I'm like, legend mm-hmm. in it. He's gonna get evicted for yelling "legend" too much. Let him, this guy watch. No, they're gonna be like, "Wow, this it. man's so cultured." Let legend, him it. <laughs> He's just watching Liverpool FC. He's legend. exotic and eats butter for every meal. <laughs> I'm actually gonna so, try to make some sausage rolls soon because I feel left <laughs> out on the West Coast. Let me, let me yes, know. get closer to home, man. You loyalist yeah. prick. Yep. <laughs> so. Arthur Orton, under English court, was asked if he's Arthur Orton, and he said, "No." Oh. Wink, wink, hint, hint. Uh, Eventually, it's a solid case, man. Do you think they had like a perjury. lie detector test back then, which was they like, absolutely did not. No, but like the lie detector test was like, all right, you're gonna you're gonna take your scrotum and you're gonna put it on this pig, and if it runs away, like you're just gonna put it on its <laughs> back, like just like dangle your scrotum. Fuck? On this pig, mm. and we're uh, gonna ask you a question. Okay. And if the pig runs out from underneath your legs, you lion. Oh. Eh, oh no. Your breath stank. Yeah. If it just chills there and kind of like does the macarena underneath your legs, then like that's How? the truth. Okay. Well, if you don't like the whole uh, pig thing, we have this other lie detector test where we staple seven grapes to you. And you run a mile, and um, we ask you a question. If any of the grapes fell off during your journey, uh, you have been lying, and we throw you off of the cliffs of Dover. Tom, both of us have very uh, 19th century scientific minds. Yes, we do. Because that's actually, if I was asked to make a lie detector test from scratch, I'd probably do something like that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. It makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I know it's not going to work, but I want to see it happen. (laughs) I feel you. Might as well. But our boy, Arthur Orton, when asked if he's Arthur Orton, said, no, fuck you. I am not Arthur Orton. Did he say the F word? He's it, maybe. No, probably. No, puppy cop cocks you. (laughs) Eventually, a honest-to-goodness real friend of the real Roger Titchborn came forward, Lord Bellew. And Lord Bellew said, uh, it's confirmed that Roger Titchborn has some, quote-unquote, fresh ink. Fresh ink depicting a sailor's anchor on his arms. So all of London was just like, hey, Arthur, do you have an anchor tattoo on your arm? And I'm like, Arthur was just like, shrimp. Yeah, Arthur was just like, I've gained so much weight, it might have been lost in the flaps. No. Oh! Oops. Nice. 
And then they pulled back the flaps and said, like, there's no anchor tattoo on you, idiot. It's not that much. Yeah. Also, they probably translated that. It was probably a lot worse. Yes. Like, who? what was his name? Lord Bellows? Be- Bellro? Bellows. Bellews. Yeah. Bellews. Yeah, he probably walked into the court and was just like, who's this fat cunt? He's not my guy. I don't know this fat cunt. Where's fucking Roger? He's a legend. This guy's a fat cunt. This guy's a spaz. Yeah, totally Absolute spaz. spaz. <laughs> and. It's the worst. We're just being like skins, but like terrible. Oh. <laughs> it's not. Dude, I wish I was anyway. on as much drugs as skins. Yeah, I want to be a skin. We all do. Yeah, I, I would be... love to be a skin. Not I wish your MTV name was Travis skins. Skin. Not an MTV skins, like an ITV skins. You want to be original skin, where it's yeah. like, I, I actually just watched skins for the first time recently, and I was like, wow, I probably would have enjoyed this when I was younger. But Shut it's weird to up. watch it as an adult. Anyway. Yeah, but they're also like your age, so... What do you mean? Anyway. Like they're your age, in, like in the past. Yeah, they they did it twelve years ago, and yeah. I'm the same age as them now. So it's like watching kids, and it's like not as interesting. So yeah. I wish I watched it a long time ago. Anyway, Cody, let's anyway. go back in. Can I have the podcast back? Thank you. Oh yes. my god! Sorry. Said girlfriend cousin poker said, "I remember Roger used to have the same anchor tattoo." Dude, that makes everything so weird because the cousin's trying to fuck the guy with the dick that it goes inside. Has of his the body. right tattoo? No, it goes inside mm. of his own body. Mm. Well, yes, but yes. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. So, Like, if you're royalty, you could have any dick you want. Why mm-hmm. are you trying to go for your cousin that has, like, an inverted dick? So the Dude. cousin of said inverted dick was just like, I recognize that inverted penis. It's my cousin. He had said tattoo, and that cemented the case against Robert Orton. Or Rod. Roger. Arthur. Arthur Orton. I'm fucked! Yeah, I know. It's a lot of names, man. It's weird. Yes. So take us home. The missing ink blew hole in this case. The court could not only declare the claimant was Roger Titchborn, but also had to declare the imposter was actually Arthur Orton, which put Arthur Orton on fucking trial as a perjurer. Nice. It's like, earlier you said you weren't him. We found out you are him, so fuck you. Oh, baby Bill. Arthur said to his slim uh, supporters. I appeal to every British soul who is inspired by a love of justice and fair play and is willing to defend the weak against the strong. Mm. Help me now. So it's just like, that doesn't make sense, bro. Even if you're like the heir of a baronetcy, Mm. you're quote unquote still the heir of a baronetcy. You don't get breaks because you're a common folk because you're you were never a common folk. Yeah, right. you can't touch your tip in public. Very you have to good touch sir. it into a commoner or inside well, of yourself. Yeah, very or inside good. of yourself. According to Arthur's story, the Bella had sunk, and the Australian-bound vessel, the Osprey, saved him. However, Arthur could not recall a single detail about the Osprey, nor could he get the captain name of the Osprey right. 
Dude, I couldn't. Uh, well, last, when was the last time you rode a fucking ferry? I'm defending the fact. Fuck you, Travis. When was the last time you fuck rode a you, fucking ferry? I'm just saying. Travis. No, fuck I'm just saying, Cody. Fuck you. No, Travis, I'm saying fuck you. No, I'm just saying, like, oh my Travis, god, I, just, fuck you. I took the ferry across the sound. Fuck you, Travis. To fucking Connecticut. What's the name of the ferry guy? I don't know. Steven. I here's here's I a fucking Cody. thing, Travis. If you were plucked from Davy Jones' locker by any sort of captain, you would have his name tattooed on your sphincter. Dude, who said he was fucked plucked from? I was just trying to go from fucking. Uh, Dude, I was just trying to go no. from. I was just trying to go from fucking Port Jefferson to New London, no. Connecticut. No, and we're some talking. Asshole was eating eating too many burritos on the fucking wheel. And it shit sank, and some fucking nope. guy named Steve nope, picked nope. me up in his fucking nope. speedboat. Nope. Uh, did you a suck captain Steve saves you? Yeah, I did. I did. Well, but I weather, survived. And that I'm was the survivor. last time you. That's the last time you mm. rode a ferry. No, whether Tom, you survived that be, or not. That's because I'm a survivor, dude. All right, you know, shut up. That's because I'm a survivor. All right. If a captain <laughs> picks you up from the drink, you remember his name. Okay. You tattoo that on your fucking taint if you remember that captain's name. It is something you do not fucking forget. You remember you. the captain who saved you. I'm all about Fat Man. Team Arthur fat man. could not remember the name of the captain of the Osprey. Arthur could not recall a single defining aspect of the Osprey. <laughs> He's an asshole. He doesn't know what's up. Gotcha. All right, Cody. I love the research you did. This is a great person to roast, but I'm just saying, team. Fuck you, team boy child. All right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so Arthur was proven guilty of perjury during his first trial. The second trial had 215 witnesses claiming this guy was not the heir apparent. It's called the Cody. It's called a hate crime. It's yeah. a little bit of a hate crime. Just because he's four hundred pounds doesn't mean that he's not trustworthy. <laughs> yeah. Two hundred and fifteen people telling this fatty to go fuck off. Go on a run, fatty. One of these people, <laughs> legend. Being a, one of these legendary people being a handwriting expert, corroborating that the claimant's handwriting does not match Rogers and more closely matches Arthur, a Wagga Wagga Butchers. Mm, that adds up. I mean, he did write like a total idiot. Our boy Arthur could only counter with character witnesses and ad hominem attacks against the people who testified him. Cody, who I'm, testified against him. I'm so impressed so it was that just you like, got that word. I'm really, ad hominem? I'm really impressed. Mm. So ad hominem means against a human. No, I love you. I love you. I love you, Travis. Ad hominem means against human. So whenever someone claimed, oh, that guy isn't Roger, Arthur would be like, well, you sleep with a bunch of fucking bitches, don't you? So there's 215 witnesses against our boy Arthur, claiming he is not the heir in question, handwriting analysis corroborated that the claimant's handwriting was closer to the imposter Arthur than the actual heir, Roger. 
not good. Mm. Arthur could only counter with witnesses and personal attacks on his accuser. So it's just like, you can't trust that fucker. He's got six side checks. Fuck him. Yeah, well, I mean, that's all he's got. Don't trust him. That's smart, dude. He has 400 pounds. If, he needs at least four. If that's where he is. So this secondary court date lasts 188 days. The record in the time frame specified. Mm. No other court date has lasted longer. But the jury deliberates for a scant 33 minutes. <laughs> That's all they needed to come out and be like, that guy is not Roger Tichborn, the heir apparent. This has and been a so, giant waste of time. On everyone's time. <laughs> so Roger, a.k.a. Arthur, is subjected to 14 years in prison. 14 years in prison, which he serves 10 of. Did he touch his penis during it? I'm sure he did, Travis. Cool, I like that. I mean, um, well, he'd have to really... It's not really touching, it's more like scooping his penis. Right. Yes. Oh, he's scooping, great. <laughs> <laughs> While he was in jail for perjury, Arthur Orton lost half of his weight, so he's presumably down from 400 pounds to 200 pounds. Um, while he was in prison, he was also offered... Uh, a writer's fee to publish a blurb commenting his guilt. So it was just like, hey, I'll give you this money if you confess. And Robert was just like, hell yeah, I'll confess. <laughs> Robert takes the money, confesses, and then immediately rescinds the confession. He's like, I didn't mean that. But he gets the money. He gets the money. Right. Yeah, I like that. Smart boy. Yeah, so once the check clears... Arthur Orton does backseas and still claims he's Roger Tichborn. Well, I mean, so, he's, he's, I, we obviously know he isn't, but you could always play, hey, the courts had it all wrong. I think the courts, honestly, I think the courts had it all wrong. It's fucking weightism. Well, really? I'm, I'm glad. It's weightism. Yes. He was well, too fat to believe. The thing that wrapped up the court case was Arthur could not get right a single detail of the ship that rescued the claimant. Yeah, well, I he wouldn't either. Like, I'd be like, I don't know. I went on a fucking uh, Grand Caravel Alaskan tour or whatever. Like, I don't know. South America. Yeah, okay. Yeah. like, I don't... Mm. Whatever. I went on the Caravel tour. I don't know. I paid 200 bucks. I, it was unlimited buffet. I just wanted to beef mm. up. I wanted to bulk up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah? So, after... Arthur was cleared of prison, he began immediately sideshowing as a storyteller, as a person who could be like, this is what it's this is what it's like to be a lost heir, mm -hmm. a forgotten nobleman. And Alex And Jones. he tells Exactly. He says his sob story for the price of admission to circuses and music halls alike at the time. Nice. Mm. Should have started ask a podcast. Me how he died. Maybe. Mm. Travis, ask me how he died. When did this hero, this legacy, oh, this oh, legend fuck oh. fucking die? So, April 1st. April Fool's, he didn't die. April Fool's Day. Ha ha ha. 1898. The impoverished circumstances did Arthur Orton in. He died of what was presumably heart disease. 
at the time. He was given a pauper's burial in an act of extraordinary generosity. The family Tichborn bequeathed him a nameplate for his grave that read Sir Roger Tichborn. Just as a final fuck you. It's just like, ha, 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 We'll give him the name he asked for only when he's dead. Fuck you, you peasants. That's, that's a lot of fun, actually. I it's like good. I yeah. like this. We're talking about Australia. We're talking about a man that was a legitimate heir. I don't see anything wrong with this, Cody. You just Mm-mm. you did a biography. You didn't do a roast. I'm sorry, Cody. You're fired from yeah. the show. There were... No legal means to prevent the Tichborn family from uh, executing this grave, grave insult upon a dying, a, a dead man's grave. It's just like, you wanted to be Roger Tichborn? Congrats. In death, he is Roger. Well, he Tichborn. was. Mm. He was. He was a large man. Large and in charge, as I say. Husky, and husky and busty. That <laughs> is the end. Of the claim of the claimant of Tichborn, mind you. So I ask unto our Travis and Tom, and as well as our people listening at home, do you think Arthur Orton was an imposter? No. Or do you think he was actually Roger Tichborn? I don't. Honestly, all all sizeism aside, I don't think that this guy. I think he was a legit dude. He looks so similar. You think he was the actual heir? Yeah. You're looking at his face, and you're like, the face is too similar. His penis is too similar. But he was dumb. He didn't know the family history. He couldn't help. How many people have inward penises? It's a great point. It. I. I. I don't know. It's a great point. I've been looking it up uh, while we're talking, and it's. Put it this way, there's probably a lot more out there than people talk about because God, that's embarrassing. But um, I don't have an inverted penis. I don't. Um, I, but I feel fortunate that I'm normal. I got a grower. Yeah. It's not inward. Well, the, uh, congratulations to you. Uh, so Travis, It'd still that's, be a grower. Th- that is a uh, Arthur is actually Roger. That's great. Um, I'm going with he. He wasn't. He was never Roger, but he was an Australian, so he has the right to fight back enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, the current theory is the two met in Chile and bonded over their weird dicks. Oh, so like they're trying to be like, hey, how could we like make this work? Yeah, let's do the parent let's trap. Let's scissor it. But with gross, okay, I can incestuous see that. English uh, baronetcy. It's- I buy it. I buy that. That's called the Greg's sausage roll tactic. It's, it's very really- common. Very common. For a large oh. man to do. Extremely common. Okay. Uh, well, okay. at that rate, we've been running for a long time, so I'm wrapping up this show. Thanks do for it, inviting fucker. me back on, everyone. Um, uh, shout out to Zwick. Thanks for editing. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, Sean Bowrain. Sean yeah. Bowrain. Yeah, Sean Bowrain. He who laughs harder than the rest of you as yeah, being Z- our only producer. Zwick, make that sound smooth on my end. Make that happen. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, yeah, thanks for all the Patreon people, everyone who listens, all that good shit. Uh, we don't have a website still because we're idiots. Mm-hmm. We have a podcast, and that's all that yep. matters. So listen, listen to the podcast. To and, uh, and it's Shane. Patreon. Uh, and it's Patreon. I would say, I would say, I'm going to put it out here right now because, like, listen to the podcast. 
Unless if you're of a larger size, because Tom really is like the Hitler of fat. Oh, come on, dude. Dude, Tom dude, is like, I care. Tom I is care. like the Hitler of fat people, and no. uh, I'm actually ashamed to be his friend because I'm a large man, and I and Tom oh, I know wants me put me in the fucking Jenny Craig, put me in the Jenny Craig where I belong. Have a have, right? a, have a Jenny Jenny Craig aside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really ashamed. I, yeah, you should be ashamed, but for other reasons. I'm a great friend. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right, thank you, there everyone. You Bye. Thank you for being my friend. You, uh, you, you're winning. You're my friend. You're, you guys are friends with all of us, especially don't, Travis. Don't worry Travis about it. Tom hates you if you're fat. Bye. <laughs> what? <laughs>